Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Tabitha Brown brightens days like no one else. Now the actress, vegan, and social media phenomenon is partnering with Target to give all your gatherings that perfect summer glow. It's all about bringing loved ones together around all the best things. Delicious food, fun games, good music, and that bright, happy sunshine. This collection has you set for a summer full of joy. Check out the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoors Entertaining Collection on May 14th in Target locations and on Target.com. My baby. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Brother, tell me what to do. I know you've got to get your hustle on. So I pray. I Understand the game sometimes, and I love you strong. But what you gonna do when they come for you? Boom, 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 boom. Work ain't minus, but it pays the bills. Yes, it does. What you gonna do when it comes for you? Boom, boom. But I can't stand life without you. Wanted to give us a little jazzy number to open up with today. You know what I'm saying? Yes. A little jazzy number. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, niggas. Yes, correct. How are you, sister? (laughs) Yes, correct. Um, I'm well because it's a holiday. Oh, yes. um, Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Cheers and all of that. I hope let's clink our chicken wings together. I hope you're somewhere um, this is a resting. Shake, but yes. Yes, uh, Kia is fancifully feasting on a protein yes, shake, my protein out, of a shake wine glass. out of a wine glass because I'm classy. Your class is an egregious. <laughs> um, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I am. How are you doing? I'm okay. I don't have any complaints. I'm doing all right. Mm. I oh, yes. am trying to, uh, you know, wrap my brain around the times. What a wild time it is to be alive. Oh, but as we, we're recording this early, so you haven't gone yet. I haven't gone. But as this episode airs, I believe you're going to be returning from Paris. <sighs> from Paris. Croissant. <laughs> 
Yes, um, croissant. <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. <laughs> yes, you yes. went to go see Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce in Paris. In Paris. Oh, um, I can't wait to hear about that. I've never been to Paris before. <gasps> oh, me neither. Uh, but I am very excited. I will be going with Crystal Jean and yes. Asante and oh. Latoya. Yes. And our good, good Bobbyanna Bundy. Babisha. Yes. Oh, love me. Going I was to... with them last night um, having oh, dinner. I love that. And quietly hating on you all going. It's okay. Yes. We are all going to go together as a sisterhood in August. Oh, yes, we and are. We honey, are going and to I have a time. Fucking wait. Man. And hopefully that, you know what? I don't even care if the foot hasn't healed. Beyonce can come out on a scooty bike. And I think <laughs> I would scooty be just fine bike. With yeah like i understand where she's at in life you know what i'm saying she has performed let me tell you something specifically for me countless times countless i've seen destiny's times. child live multiple countless multiple times. times i've seen beyonce live multiple times listen to me you know at this point if she wants to literally do she can sit on a, stool. a, a concert in a folding chair Period. i will watch she it and be just on a stool she can sit yeah. Uh, uh, you know, she can lay on a bed. Whatever she would like yeah. to do is okay with yeah. me. I fully, yeah. and I recognize. I don't know. We did you see that video? It was like a comedian was doing this video of like how like after you turn forty, your whole world changes and like you have a different concept of danger. <laughs> because oh, no, no, because but that sounds accurate. Because <laughs> he, he did this thing where he's like, he like he was talking and then he took he stood up on the stool the chair that was next to him and he was like uh -huh. when i for all you 20 20 year olds out there this is it's not a dangerous situation mm. but if you are i think he said 35 or older if you and you are 40 mm -hmm. or older you mm -hmm. looking at this You're living me, life on me standing on this chair yeah. all kinds of terrible mm -hmm. things are running through your mind about all of the ways that you can hurt or end or damage your body um, absolutely by standing on this chair absolutely it's like if absolutely. you were 20 years old you would just hop out of this chair and it would be no problem but if you're old 35 plus you know that there's a right way to get down from this chair <laughs> and i was like this is so real right it's true and it's got to be slowly and one at a time slowly one at a time you have to stabilize mm -hmm. the chair and stabilize mm -hmm. yourself yeah so i yeah. say all of that to say i look at beyonce when i see these clips when I see these dancers, I see all of the risk. Yeah. All of the you know what I traps, think about the rolled ankles, the, the it's oh the rolled the ankles. I've rolled splints. my ankle walking through the fucking house. Are you house. kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like when I think about all of the ways that she could just inadvertently, you know, hurt herself, I am constantly praying for her safety. And so if there is ever Sister. any threat of injury. I'm always hoping for the best for her. So whatever she would need to do to keep herself safe and well, I'm completely here for is what I'm saying. You know what I'm thinking about while I watch these performances? Because I think I, we, you know, we there's speculation, but I I think it's, I don't know if it's confirmed or not that she uh, was having a foot, you know, having a foot injury. problem. Maybe she yes. had foot surgery or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had an injury. So all I keep thinking is, well, sister, you are just putting more strain on the injury. Well, that's true. <laughs> You know, like you're not giving the injury a we, moment we talk a to lot heal. About healing is important. Hmm. It's important. But hmm. I, I hope that she continues to 
take care I know of her herself. doctor is watching this like this yes. bitch here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I think about that too. Like, what if the doctor told her like I don't advise. Should... Yeah. And she was like, girl. And she's like, it's my last tour. The, the um, I'm are, also the enjoying the clips. Tickets. I know a lot of people are avoiding them, but I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this the the, the small snippets I'm seeing of it, of it looking like she's having a good time up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, as opposed to any perfection, like I'm not just um, having fun with what she's doing. Yeah, I'm not having any. I'm not doing any deep dives into the clips, right? Because I want to sort of experience mm-hmm. it. Howsoever, I have gotten to the place where I'm not like quickly scrolling past. Like if a clip if a clip comes up in my timeline, I will engage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I'll turn. Mm-hmm. The, sometimes I won't turn the sound on though. I'm just like, well, what is happening here? That's fair. But, well, the things that I'm so I'll, the thing like the things that made me laugh are not anything that's going to ruin anything for you. Right. But like, there was a sound glitch in one of them, and she goes, <laughs> "I think it was supposed to be auto tuned, and it did end up coming out auto tuned." And she goes, "Oh, <laughs> in the <laughs> microphone, <laughs> oh." <laughs> Well, that's not supposed so, to sound like that at all. She's saying this note. It was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, Beyonce, right. don't give a fuck no more. And then she messed up on the lyrics on another song um, and, and sang some lyrics that had to be replaced. Uh, and she, like, kind of laughed through it and mm-hmm. just kept going. It was like, and then, like, it was like, well, I'm going to let y'all sing the rest of it. So I'm I'm just, I think, seeing her. Just like, you know, I'm a human being. I've been performing like yes. a, like a robot yes. for years. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I have rehearsed down. I've eaten apples and celery to make sure that I give you all the most optimal of whatever. And I, I think it's nice to see the humanity of her just being like, I'm going to get up here and have a good time. And and I, I, I'm excited for that aspect of it. I'm excited to go with my girlfriends and have that aspect of it. But you get to go experience it first in Paris. And I am so excited for you. I want you to eat multiple croissants. And since you are coming straight back here, if you can just sneak one of those croissants I'll do in my your very bag. best, sister. I'll do my very best. I've, that's all I ask. I'll do my very best. Yeah. All I can um, ask for is your best. <laughs> Listen, I want to see. Uh, did you see the clip? Uh, did you see the clip where where the Beyonce <coughs> thought that the people were screaming for her, but they were screaming <laughs> for, for Julius? Julius. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and the way they looked at each other, she was like, <laughs> "She's like, really, nigga, you?" <laughs> He's like, "Man, I don't know." <laughs> they was like, oh, "Okay, so we here to see you." She was right there, and they were like, "Julius." <laughs> <laughs> she was like oh, okay so they bought these tickets to see you I understand got you Sis, you are successful when your bodyguard is successful okay <laughs> let's just <laughs> you are a different level of success let me not even say successful because we actually get into yes. a little bit of that word but you are no you're successful <laughs> you're <laughs> like Fuck the conversation later. You are a, another level of you success. You are a success when your staff <laughs> yeah. is getting recognized. You are opulent. When your staff you are. has a, a presence. Yeah, yeah. and uh, But we do, we, we actually, as so that's a great transition. We have an awesome kitchen table talk for you all. As we said, oh, yes. the holiday just passed. Kia was traveling 
You know what I'm saying? We've been having some awesome guests and some awesome conversations. We've had each other as guests. We've had Noah as a guest. Yes. And so we're just going to kind of take our bras off this week with Dr. Raquel. She came and she took her bra off with That's us. That's right. And we're going to talk about trash literally for almost two hours. Literally, so you all stay tuned and have dive. fun. Yes. Deep dive into the trash. Mm-hmm. Make sure you all have a blast. Take your bras off too if you want to be in solidarity Chime with us. Chime in in the comments. Let's and and get into this this catch up of of the last <laughs> month or so of, yes. of things that have been going on. Absolutely. This week's episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoor Entertaining Collection. Bring your loved ones together around the best things: delicious food, fun games, good music, and that bright, happy sunshine. This collection has you set for a summer full of joy. Find your new summer favorites in the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoor Entertaining Collection, available May 14th in Target locations and on Target.com. We are back and we are excited. We are trying mm-hmm. something new. And uh, we are really excited because we know that this is something that we all can participate in. Okay. One of the things that we talk about around the kitchen table is yes. the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've decided to just have, uh, in lieu of having like weekly recaps of the trash, we figured we would just let the trash mm-hmm. pile up and then take it all out mm-hmm. in one day, like we do at yes. our homes. Amen. You know, just let, we don't need to cipher through the trash on a weekly basis. Sometimes we don't need mm-hmm. that negativity. But when we have time, Let's pick out. Let's pick through the trash together. And we have called in our good sis, Dr. Raquel Martin, is back to I'm join so us again. I'm so excited. We yo. told y'all we were going to do it. <laughs> we are and going we made it happen. To, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> we are going through the trash for the month mm-hmm. of May. May 2023, we are deep diving into the trash. And as you know, there is plenty to yes. discuss. As the world remains a dumpster fire. <laughs> but Dr. Raquel, welcome yes. back to the kitchen table. We are so happy you are here. How Thanks are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing? We're well. I'm very excited to discuss this from a We're very well. uh, uh, mature lens. You know, I'll be on here cutting up. Oh, uh, you got the wrong, you got the wrong <laughs> one. <'cause laughs> if that's what you think I, is going to happen. I actually am very excited to not be mature. Oh, amazing. Um, yes. This is not my clinical opinion, oh, y'all. Even okay. better. Let's get Anyone to Anyone listening? <laughs> okay, so the last episode was all mental health. This is not Okay, this. good. Okay. This is not this is, that. These are the girls This is talking. not that. Okay. We are sitting down to the table to discuss the ghetto that is the shade. Trash. I want all the trash. All of it. And I have a list. I have a bullet point list of trash. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out where we should even start. You all want to get political. You want to get, you know what? (sighs) Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, the first thing when she said, when she said political, my heart went immediately to the people of the state That's it. of Florida for whom So we are there praying. is a Florida travel advisory right now. I have and I have never let me and, say something. And I have never so. seen mm-hmm. this in never. my life. Mm-hmm. Never. A Florida travel advisory f- from the NAACP for black people, for those of the LGBTQIA plus community, and so forth. Um, and immigrants as well, I believe. Now what ties into this Florida travel ban advisory is also mm. 
the Dodgers, the L.A. Dodgers, the baseball team. Okay, so okay. the L.A. Dodgers Say more about that. hosts a Pride Night every year to celebrate the community. Okay. What we don't we did not realize until now is that the money, some of the money behind the L.A. Dodgers comes from Florida and 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 the politicians there, such as DeSantis. You mean you mean the money that funds the pride event or the money that, that funds some, the that, Dodgers, that, the that, baseball that team is put into the Dodgers themselves behind the Dodgers. Oh, OK, so okay. not that specific, not that specific event. event. Okay. But as that event is tied in, so they have Pride Night, and there is a group. Are you all familiar with Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence? Okay, so the Sisters of Perpetual. No, and I know what I would think this group is about, <laughs> but what is what is this? Right, because I mean, something comes to mind when I think of Perpetual <laughs> Indulgence, but I don't think that I don't know if we think about the same group. things. Okay, uh, that they okay. they involve themselves in charity, protest, street performance, organization. And they use drag and religious imagery to call attention to sexual intolerances and and satirize okay. issues of race and gender and morality, right? Okay. okay. They were uninvited to the Pride event for the Dodgers because, because they feel like it attacks religious groups such as Christians. And that's... Is this the first year they were invited? I don't believe it's the first year they're invited, but this is the first year in the height and part of my sound people I'm eating a Jolly Rancher. Um, I believe it is the first year since all of our political upheaval and attacks against not only blacks, but also those of the LGBTQ community. And so because of a lot of the recent bills that have been passed and are passing, they are not they have been admonished to uninvite this group because it is an attack against Christians, which is then uh, now they're almost going to have to cancel Pride Night because the Los Angeles LGBTQ Center has brought attention to this. The money where it's funded, where the Dodgers are funded mm -hmm. from. And it just further speaks to the ecosystem of hate that the right is trying to do to all of uh, all of the. Um, marginalized groups mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh that's just pissed mm -hmm. me off hasn't it i know <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you all process i'm letting you all process that because you know i mean listen they're attacking they're attacking our they're attacking our queer brothers and sisters and and humans across the board you know they've been and they've been doing it continuously and they're continuing to pass bills you know because we know about the also the, the educational bills and trying to take diversity out of the classroom no 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 i i feel like this is a, a larger attack mm -hmm. right the attack on intellect <laughs> actual intelligence mm -hmm. is under attack right? it is because i think the basis for these um i don't even know what to call them Bills, whatever, whatever the right is promoting as the basis for the hatred and mm -hmm. bigotry, right? Um, to me, if we use the brains that the Lord mm. gave us all, right, mm. it won't take much to see that they're not really based on anything other than hate. 
yeah. opinion, mm-hmm. bias, mm-hmm. prejudice, mm-hmm. hatred. Um, but the gaslighting of it all is that, you know, they're still still being framed in ways. I saw an article um, or this thread on Twitter actually was calling out this article. Uh, it was actually showing like photocopies or screenshots of the applications that citizens were submitting for the book mm-hmm. bans, like which books mm-hmm. need to be banned. And I think that literacy should be a necessary prerequisite. If, if if you're going to ban the books, if you're applying to ban the books, we have to first be able to, to gauge your actual literacy because the forms that I saw suggest <laughs> to me that nobody is reading anything. They don't read. And I want to know how are the non-readers telling us what we shouldn't be reading? Because these people are not reading clearly based upon the sentences that they are using to justify the banning of these actual books. Oh, they read good. I'm- they read good. They read good. <laughs> not well. They, they read good. You can't tell them that they don't Which read Which is really good. the foundation of our country, I mean, honestly. it's bad. It's the bad, though, y'all. Good. I don't know how... It's they read bad. Good. It's bad. It's bad. And I think this is why, you know, everyone also sullying and sort of trivializing this concept of being woke. We have to be very careful and diligent mm. about that, right? Because they need, like the zombies, they need us to be mindless mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dumb and just listening to their stupidness. Being woke means that you actually have a brain, have an opinion have an informed perspective mm-hmm. about a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have sort of made it like you are anti-American. Anti- oh, they have a whatever. new nickname. With all I've their realized by reading history. a lot of these comments, trying to figure out what's going on, which I really wish I, I didn't come across so many of them. Trigger warning or warning, language warning, which is rare coming from me. Right. They're calling um, woke people woke tards. Are you kidding me? I'm, I mean, I've seen that more times than I would care to admit. You know what? You know what cracks me up about this? It seems like we're saying that it's like it's opposite of the American school system or the American way. But however, to me, this is another example of like working by design mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I very much yeah. feel as though mm-hmm. the yeah. school system very much as someone who does assessments and it has had to do all this, it makes sure that you don't have the ability to critically mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Even the fact that like people will throw in the word CRT all the time and not realize that that is a college level course. And yet they're using that to talk about middle school. This even how I know that the people aren't reading. They're, they're not, not reading. They don't that's not even, the it's like mean. when they were like, Oh, you know, I just don't want them to learn about this in middle school, you know, critical race theory. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't see what that has to do before. with apples have to do with <laughs> this has nothing to do with that we're not talking about that and when they outlaw certain things it reminds me of like when it comes to like um native and indigenous populations they used to outlaw people of a certain age from dancing like doing their native dances when they mm-hmm. were younger you mm-hmm. had to be older to do it and the reason why they did that is because older people are more likely of course to pass away so once you get rid of a certain generation of individuals who know the dances by mm-hmm. default mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to know that aspect of their mm-hmm. culture, right? Like you first you get rid of there's only first you get rid of, you know, because people are just they're going to pass away. But once you get rid of the adults who know it and the elders who know it, then you have no one to mm-hmm. pass it down. Mm-hmm. And it's very it's very intentional. They've done this before. They've done this before. Anybody who wants to research like indigenous populations being banned from dancing. Mm hmm. 
And it's just like, well, once you stop the people who can tell the stories, then there are no stories to tell except for the ones that you but tell they don't, them. And they don't, that's the thing. They don't want the and stories. And this is why... Mm-hmm. And it was illegal for us to read uh-huh. and write for so long for this mm-hmm. very reason. It was illegal for us <laughs> to dance too. The reason, one of the reasons why, like the little shuffling of the feet thing happened, is because they saw it as a defiance against God for Black people to dance. And the way they got around it was like shuffling feet. I'm t- listen. Look, I cannot wait. I know it's not. I supposed- can't wait. <laughs> you know, I say this a lot, but I can't wait until Jesus cracks the sky. Right. Because the they y'all gonna have to end all these ways that y'all been lying on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to have to answer. Because, <laughs> like, when God comes back with these dreadlocks <laughs> down to his butt, and he be like, so let's talk about, let's talk about all of this. Hair like said you did. The European American Jesus has the best PR in life. What? Because let me tell you something. The marketing, the marketing that had to go into place to have a wealth of people legit be convinced. That even though the continent that they're discussing where Jesus came from doesn't have European Americans, he is the lead singer of Nirvana. The the best PR. He what? They have the sickest, frailest, greasiest looking white man. That's the thing. But that's the thing, though. And that's why we have to be so diligent around knowing for yourselves. Every time I have the opportunity to talk to any undergraduate or young person. Uh, I'm telling them like this is the time where you ought to be cultivating your mind and your capacity to think for yourself. You have to be able to process information and come to your own conclusions because they are literally the only way that this system of hatred, capitalism, patriarchy, it is literally based on our ignorant compliance the fact that the books that are being banned, the words that are being banned, the frameworks, the theories, they're all being banned because they call attention to the fact that, like you said, Raquel, this is mm-hmm. by design. Mm-hmm. This has been set up to It was function built to function this like way. this. This ain't nothing. It was it by design. design. The, every every no, if it was, I told reject, my that. I told, I told Kia, every reject European that nobody wanted over there came Listen. over here. And um and and wanted to and be wanted the cool to be the kids. cool kids. They tried to set up their own tables. So we come over here because nobody wants us where we from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I tell I I tell my students all the time like if it wasn't for y'all, I would not be in academia. And they're like, what? I'm like, academia very much no, tries to steal my to joy. Know. If it wasn't for the fact that there are so many black no, faces in my class, yeah. seriously, I say all the time, if it wasn't for the students, I would never teach. And they're like, well. Why else would you teach? I'm like, if it wasn't for being at HBCU, I would never, I would never. I tell my students to rage against the machine at least once a week. It. One time they get they they get questions wrong, and I'm like, well, what do you think the answer is? Well, it's white supremacy, y'all. That's always the answer. Just write that in always. your paper. You all get A's. <laughs> Everybody. I said, have you yes. learned nothing? I've been teaching you all year. Do you listen? What do you to think nothing? the answer is? <laughs> have you heard nothing? I tell them to rage against the machine all the time. I took when they were doing the protesting. Um here in nashville i sent an email out mm-hmm. early like um going to a protest is always an excuse absence y'all y'all do realize that if that's anything right. send me a self i know that's right i know that's right look i wish i had teachers always like you when i was at school to the capital this is what we need this is what the youth needs we need people like you tell no to come on over i will actually and she yes. will be right up in your class with her fists <laughs> on the table she doing yes. everything that she possibly she can she's like well <laughs> um Tell me, tell me about it. Tell me about it, my favorite student. What, what do you have to say? Speaking of white supremacy, I'll be like, pay attention. Continuing to rear its ugly head. <laughs> oh, um, 
I'm trying to I mean, I'm trying to see what let's get the heavier out of the way and then we'll go to another form of white supremacy and then we'll pivot to some other things. So okay. um we know over the course of this time there was a young man on the subway here in New York by the name of Jordan Neely um who was murdered. Mm. Uh he was choked for 15 minutes, choked out for 15 minutes by a white man named Daniel Penny. Um And Daniel Penny also, when I tell you all white people have the best legal representation and PR and everything, everything that you said, Dr. Raquel, because Daniel Penny is now scoffing and laughing at the idea that he's being called a white supremacist um, in society, even though he felt empowered to choke out uh, this young homeless man on the train for 15 minutes Let's say that somebody is 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 uh, threatening extreme harm unto the greater good. Fifteen minutes—that's rage, my guy. That's rage. It's ridiculous. I don't even walk out of Target without a receipt because I'm afraid of getting tackled. Listen, no, listen. seriously. I'm like, oh, do you want a bag? I will always want a bag because what you're not gonna do is embarrass me right. in front of my kids. Period. If I walk out with, or, or, or like, I have I do the Costco, but I do it everywhere. If I'm carrying something that can't fit in a bag. I have the I'm holding it like this with the receipt because y'all are not gonna the come up here and, and even hand. accuse me of anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to give you a chance. It. I don't want to hear but, it. But and also, you know, I've I've been riding a train a long time. And I've seen a lot of shit on the train. Same. I've seen a lot of shit happen on the train. I've had people pop a squat and take a shit and wipe their ass cheeks on the pole. I remember there was a, a young man who got on at 125th and he was hopping around, hopping around the train. It was clear that that there was that he had some mental disabilities, right? So he's hopping around. It's a very angry demeanor. He's beating his chest like a gorilla. Like he'll hit his chest, he's slapping walls. And then the train started moving fast. And he starts knocking into people because he can't get control of himself. People just push him off. And I was ready. I was like, all right, because he's getting ready to come this direction. And what I do, I did a boot bay. Just lift my leg up, kick that nigga across the chain. I was like, all right, it's time to get off. Not once <laughs> in my brain did it ever register that I need to kill this man. Even with him doing all that he was doing, it never once clicked in my head that I needed to, I needed to end his life. And the fact that you don't see what the problem is and you feeling like you got to kill somebody because... And they weren't imposing any threat. He was yelling on the train. So now if somebody's yelling... Which happens... Okay. Like... Which happens every 30 seconds. My One of my best friends is in New York. Love her to death. And it, it, and also being from Philly, we just go through the, go through the train, let alone... Because let's talk about... We have only in New York, but let's talk about... The stuff oinks. that I have seen. Girl, Philly's not a real place. <laughs> Philly's not... You know, the number of times... Oh, you not going to talk to me? I'm I'm 16 years old, sir. You look 35. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. walk through the, the through the little walk past that sign that says "Don't switch cars." Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing people tackled, seeing people. I mean, honestly, have a great dance routine, but I have no interest in engaging. It's one o'clock in the morning. Showtime. And just kept it moving. But you know what the difference is? Even what you said, Jade, is that nothing in my mind made me think of hurting this man. Mm-hmm. Right, this human being. Mm-mm. The thing is, though, Humanization. you would have yes. to a- acknowledge yes. the fact that he was a human being, don't you? He was a human mm-hmm. being. That there was humanity within that mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think, you know, we also have to, we, we can't not deal with the fact that 
the ways in which our military and our, you know, the ways in which authority mm-hmm. and uh, those things have sort of, they've been violence and, and anti-black in their yes. nature, like in their functionality. And, and like you said, you know, these people have been trained a lot of it. And a lot of that is infiltrated throughout the military and policing mm-hmm. systems. You know, we're trained to see blackness and not acknowledge humanity, but to see immediate mm-hmm. threat. Um, and and to feel uh, not only, uh, you know, not only affirmed, mm-hmm. like they feel affirmed, like he felt like he did a service to the other people on that yep. train by literally, it's by, by taking that boy's life. He felt like he deserved, he thought he was a mm-hmm. hero. Mm-hmm. He knew he would be okay. Yeah, he, no matter like there, there won't be any repercussions, right? You, he, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. This is an animal. Why would I not put the animal? You know, like you, you don't see him as a human being. And even if you did, you could just be like, "I'll be fine." And if I am I mistaken, is, or is he the son of a, of a state trooper? Oh Jesus, I don't even know. I didn't even see that. I saw the military part and was like, okay. I saw the military part, but that was all that might have been another story. And it's kind of it always reminds me like there's this thing. Um, but I'm talking to my students about like uh, egos and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, well, you got to see what came first, because it's like if you have. Do you think that individuals become police officers or would go into this 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 career because they have this mindset and they have these qualities or traits? Or do you think people go into that field and the systemic, you know, the policies and um, the training um, and not for police officers because they have like what an hour of training yeah. or the training puts that in them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like talking about like, what, which is it? Because it used to be, I remember like, say we go into you talking like middle schools and you say, Oh, what are some positions for people who just want to be powerful? And they'll used to be, or, or like have ego trips, something like that. They may say like, um, you want to be powerful. You want to impose your will, maybe like a president now, Whenever I say, what do you think the job is for people who just want to be over people and be powerful and make them do what they want to do? Mm-hmm. All my students say police officers. And it's true. Oh, Easily. Easily. I don't know if people have even Not looked protect, into... nothing. No. I don't know if you've even looked into the psychological evaluations that they have to take. I was talking to one of my former task rabbit. I would love take. to. I would love oh, to. Say, or don't take. So... <laughs> No, they take a psychological evaluation, but it's very interesting. I had a former task rabbit. Um, God, I, we lost him to the war on police. He became an officer. Um, but he was telling, but you know how he ended up becoming oh. an officer? The first time around, he was denied. And his psychological evaluation essentially was too on point. He made too much sense, and they didn't want him to join the force. They gave him some bullshit excuse. Said that was the actual feedback that and he I'm, I'm received. clearly paraphrasing what, in what, a very in a very simplistic manner. Well, too manner. much critical thinking is a problem. Exactly. Too much critical thinking is a problem if we want you to if we want you to b- blindly follow policies, especially if they don't make sense. Exactly. We want you to blindly follow policies. I don't want you to critique them. I don't want you to ask questions about how we look at the fact that this disproportionately impacts other people. Mm-hmm. No, Dear I want Jesus. you to do what you're told. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Dear Lord. Mm-hmm. And we'll be able to know that. And, 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 and it's a corrupt system by design, right? So even when you have that very small percentage mm. where they're like, okay, well, I grew up in the hood and I want to do something to make it better, right? I want to try to help my people. So I'm going to join this thing. You're joining a corrupt system. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to be able to infill. You put a bad berry in a batch of good ones and you think that, you know, all of a sudden the bad berry is going to go good or is it going to mold everything else around it? And so I just the police system is just a very sensitive one for me. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. And it's not designed for any good whatsoever. And I do. I am one of those people that thinks the entire thing needs to be dismantled and rebuilt from a different foundation. Well, it's a systemic issue. It's not, it, it, it's not an individual. It's like, it's like when I was explaining to a, talking to a patient, they were, they were asking like, Oh, what is this younger kid? And like, what does a cab mean per se? Mm-hmm. You know, kids hear stuff all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they were like, why would somebody say that everyone is bad? Because we talk about cognitive distortions and we talk we say like always and never are not appropriate. Mm-hmm. So critical yeah. thinking, love kids, man. And I'm like, well, we talk about it in terms of fairness. It's like, well, um, say we had a policy that everyone with blue hair, mm-hmm. um, you know, had to pay a fine and you decide not to, you're not going to stick with that policy, but you also realize that everyone else is sticking with that policy and you don't advocate for that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's called complicity. Mm-hmm. And then it, it very much is a policy. And it was like, so it's not solely about, oh, well, what if I don't abide by this? It's also the aspect that I'm still seeing it be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, the stuff you talk about in therapy, because kids were like, you always are never, you said that stinking thinking, that's a thinking trap. It's never, <laughs> always or never. So, you know, and they'll be like, what does that mean? But it's like complicity. If you talk about, you know, it's just like people think police brutality is just actually putting your hands on someone. It's over policing. It's threats. Mm-hmm. It's stopping frits. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I would rather somebody call anyone instead of um, police who, if something happens in my house, because I'll be darned if you come in here and harm my family. <laughs> You know, it's like it's complicity. That, like, it's Eric Adams. There's actual, real anxiety and stress. As a single black woman, every time I see a police car in my mirror, and if one is behind me, like I mean, there's a physical response mm-hmm. in my body. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I heard the tapes from the conversation that uh, Sandra Bland had with the officer that pulled her over. And I mean, annoyed at best, like it was very much given. I am on my way to work, sir. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And that is something that I would have come out of my mouth at any given moment. Hello. But since, since being like, since that time, there've been two times that I've been stopped by a police officer and have literally been visibly shaken because there's no, it's literally their word against mm-hmm. mine. And black people are walking around with, listen, black people are walking around with PTSD yeah. as a result of racism. I mean, real life. That's, that's real hypervigilance. Time. That's one of the criteria. Maybe this is a little clinical today. That's one of the Maybe criteria though. Mm-hmm. Hypervigilance, like jumpiness, avoidance. Yes. Yep. You know, you have, you have different categories. You got hypervigilant, you got, you know, intrusive symptoms. If you have flashbacks or... Mm-hmm. What about what, what? Mine is irrit- and, immediate irritation. What is that classified under? It's very <laughs> well. Actually, if they you know, say good morning rage. to me, it's it very rage. much like, "What are you talking to me That's for? Like, why are you talking?" Here's to me? the thing. Here's the thing. Technical wise, a lot of people talk about fight or flight 
Um, but there's also freeze, which is a stress response. Mm-hmm. But when people think about fight, it's not only physical, it's also protecting yourself uh, verbally. I was talking to one of my mm-hmm. students about how they get told that they had, they like, sometimes they'll get uncomfortable, they'll get an attitude in new spaces. And I said, oh, that sounds like anxiety. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, that's your body activating its, its fight system. Mm-hmm. Your fight system, you're verbally gearing up for mm-hmm. war and you get, you know, irritable and you, you know, and she's like, oh. I just thought, you know, I just had an attitude problem. I said, no, you don't have an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes You're your scared. attitude is protecting you. You're scared. Mm. I'm, scared. I'm scared. I don't know about this place. I'm nervous. Because irritability is also a sign of depression. A lot of people think mm. like you have to have a depressed mood, um, but it's also irritability. Mm. Your body responds in a different way, especially in children. That's how they miss. They miss depression in children so often. Because it's, it's, it's um, because in the criteria, it says you need a depressed mood and these symptoms it specifically says for children, irritability counts as depressive. That's good Did to you know. See that meme that I saw on, on Instagram, I'm going to try to find it, but I, there was a meme. Oh, it was like a, actually a video a clip of video that I saw on Instagram that was talking about how, uh, irritability is, is a sign of depression. And it is, it's, it's usually something about how like black women's go to response is irritation. It's not always aggression or like, apathy or whatever but like you know being irritable is is a indicator of depression and it is also like an an emotional response that a lot of black Mm -hmm. women reach for because it's the one that's been modeled Mm. for us the most Mm. i did see that and i also i think it's also the fact that like it's not always just even just like the irritation i think it's also um i always say like i can't drop my weapon when my skin is what is feared i think a lot of times we get direct because we want clarification Yep. Like, yeah. I just wanna, which can be seen as curt for some people. And yeah. then if it's seen as curt, wow. if you already fear the individual, you fear their skin, you already feel like an, a slight uptick in their tone. If they're black, then it's anger. If they're European American, oh, well, let me just explain myself. Um, I think it's also, we are perceived. Yes. Kia has seen me in my most irritable well. ways. And what is it? What is usually behind us, sister? <laughs> hmm? What is usually behind your most, ir- I would say, uh, uh, unchecked authority or people trying to have an authority over There's you that, but there, in a it is also, way. it is also a lack of clear communication. How often am I? I'm looking oh, yeah, yeah, for clarification. Yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. So please, ex- please clarify. I, and if people don't think you well, shouldn't think, be talking to me like that, you shouldn't and, be asking me and for anything. Our request, like you say, our requests for clarity are often perceived as aggressive. Because yeah. <laughs> how dare we? Latoy were talking. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Latoy were talking about this because even in the workplace, right? Like, there's this thing, like the the tropes uh, that people associate with black women are always around us, right? And we are held responsible to them, like despite our best mm-hmm. efforts, right? And so. Um, you know, there are some instances where people look to you as the black person in the room to check somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to set this up. And if anybody going to say something, I know it's going to be Takia, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's like they want you to come in on your angry black woman cape and say what needs to be mm-hmm. said. But also, when in those moments, like where there are times where as a black woman, I don't want that labor. I don't want, it's not my business. It's not my mm-hmm. fight. It's not for me. But I'm conscious that however I show up, you expect that from me. And therefore it is a fact, whether or not I engage it. And so there have been times like I was at a, this is probably gonna be my petty peeve, but I was at a training 
at work last week and this lady said something about she was sitting behind me and she said something about like she could see my screen like on my iPad and I looked at her like so okay <laughs> Why and, and I was like because I can see everybody's screen in this room so like what is your point she was like but your screen is in my line of sight and I'm like well that sounds like a personal a personal issue I mean were you holding the screen like this no, I mean, I'm literally holding my iPad. It's sitting in front of me, like at my desk, at a desk. She's sitting at a table behind me and she can see what's on my screen. And I'm like, the real matter here is that you're being Is that nosy. you can't get your fucking self out of you, my business. Mm-hmm. It's like you distracted by my screen and that's your problem, <laughs> not mine. But she waited. She waited for me to like apologize and say, oh my, I'm sorry, I'll put my screen down. And I was just looking at her like, so what are we going to do? Right. So you should move then. And I'm like, well, yeah. But my thing is, and my, my colleague that was sitting next to me, he picked up on it right away. It was like, you, it's like the issue was hers. Her, she came to you. And because you didn't sort of comply in the way that she wanted you to, she walked away and she's telling the story like I'm the aggressive one. Where was this? Right. I'm the person who is non-compliant and insubordinate. Where's this? Because I at work. But I'm I'm telling you that like, like there are things, and I'm saying this is me just being me. I have said no words. But her, like, because I didn't directly comply, like she had an expectation of my behavior. And I'm like, you can see everybody else's screen. You didn't ask the white man to move. You didn't oh, ask him to put his like screen down. Sounds like the American down. Airlines flight. But you felt comfortable. You felt comfortable telling mm. me to do something about your discomfort. You know what? You know how we were talking about stereotypes beforehand? <clears throat> I did a whole post about like how different stereotypes. And we talked about Sapphire and like the angry black woman. You know, you know the stereotype that makes people feel comfortable and think that black people are responsible to be like, we have to have acquiescence to to European Americans and have emotional labor and, and do like we have to be their target and their shield, mm-hmm. Mammy. Mm-hmm. Which is the Mammy, which stereotype. is also the, the, the black reason why it's so important because it's everywhere. Mm. Yo, mm. the number of times, I, and I told I was talking to my husband. Time, I was like, "Do you ever notice?" And it, every time I see a therapist on TV, they look like me. Mm-hmm. He said, well, that seems excessive. I said, okay. Okay. It does seem excessive because I'm a, Wait, I'm a, rare, what do you I'm a rare breed. And especially since there's not many of us out there. So it's even odder that it's always on television like this. So I'm just like, okay. And now every time, anytime we watch TV, which is often because I don't really watch them. I'd be like, look, look, <laughs> look, <laughs> look. And he's just like, all right. Um, you may have a point. All wait, like you mean like the characters, like they cast people that look like you. They or always like- no. Well, they ain't. I mean, they ain't like me in terms of I'll be like rage against the machine, destroy it all, burn it down, start it. <laughs> no, they're always. And honestly, nine times out of ten, they're typically dark skinned women mm-hmm. with short natural hair. And she's got to have it, Heather. It was Heather mm-hmm. Headley. And um, Ted Lasso. Uh huh. Yep. I don't know if y'all. Uh huh. Oh, that's my show. That person. That's my show. Um. And Joker, and, you know, I was, I was watching Pretty Little Things. No, not Pretty Little Things. A million little things. And there was a black therapist on. Now she had straight hair, but she was definitely brown. And that that TV, that Netflix show, that's I think it's very popular. Never have I ever. Um, and it's the woman from Claws. I love her. I cannot believe I forgot. Niecy Nash. Yes, Niecy Nash. She's the therapist. She's the therapist in that mm. one. I'm um, in the movie Joker. 
um, in oh, oh, also Uzo Adoba, it was a black who, um, in, Yep, I'm telling you, huh? Now on private practice, the therapist was a white lady, but when she got sick, she went to a black. Mm. It's all, and it's all, and I'm just like same with Sopranos. It was a white lady, but that's because he wasn't. They weren't gonna have him fall in love with no black woman. Yeah. It wasn't going. It yep. had to be no, and it's Italian always lady. that. And I always say like the That's reason why it's important to have stereotypes. The reason why it's important to educate regarding stereotypes is because you have to be aware. Mm-hmm. Stereotypes very much are broad generalizations. Not everybody's going to meet a black person, but they will always see TV. Mm-hmm. People need to realize that the perpetuation, like the repeating these, um, gets in the way of critical thought. Gets in the way of anti-racism because the only way to have anti-racism is to complicate stereotypes. Like you have to have all of these options that will be like, oh. Well, it can't just be black women because I mm. see, you know, a bunch of different people in this role. Mm-hmm. You have to complicate stereotypes for growth. And the only way you can complicate them is to have black people put in different roles. And if you're not doing that in media, mm-hmm. like Mammy very much was, you know, acquiescent, um, very much infantilized, cared for other people in- instead of her her family. Mm-hmm. That's so they expect like I mean I told you I had a problem. It's your job to do the emotional labor. The same way it's just like she, black she, women will I mean, save she us. Paused. She came and gave me the pat on the back, like, hey, excuse me. Like she, she touched was you. like, hey, excuse me. Yeah, she was like, touch my back. And she was like, Your screen is in my line of vision. And I was looking at her like you this is why you're better. So it is. You're, this is why this is why I can't. So <laughs> That's the expectation. That's the expectation. But I felt so good. And in that moment, I'm so grateful for my colleague who was sitting next to me. Because I was sort of stunned, like, and he could tell that my brain was going a mile a minute. And he literally was like, you're not crazy. That just happened. It wasn't you. And that's why being one of the few Black people in an an environment, the tokenization of that, that's why it contributes to racism-related stress. Because you do need someone else to say, yo, was that racist or was that me? And if you ain't got nobody to say it to, you'll think you're crazy. You'll think it's you. Like, can you see my screen? Yes. But I'm like, well, what's happening? We're not supposed to be paying attention to my screen. We listening. Like, I'm engaged. Like, don't make it seem like I'm distracted and therefore distracting you. Like, I, you interrupted me. I'm listening. You can see my screen. So what? So what, bitch? Like, Stop looking at my fucking and screen. And waited. And that's my thing. My yep. thing is like, if... And let's just say, now, ain't no telling what, it was nothing. Was it Instagram or YouTube? And you know how sometimes YouTube just autoplays? The sound was off and maybe it was something going on on the screen, but I wasn't paying attention to it. It doesn't fucking matter. And you could, you could argue, like, short of like (laughs) porn, right? There was nothing on my screen that should have taken her out of herself, right? And my thing is like, of all of the people in this room, I'm sitting, we're sitting in the back of the room and she was sitting behind me. I know that my screen is not the only screen you see. I know that. But why was it I was the only person that you felt comfortable enough to say, do something about my discomfort? It's our job to serve, is it not? If even if we even talking about policy, black women will save us. We need to get the black women vote because they're always going to Which is what I meant us. before. Like, it's like some people expect, like, you know, and, and some we have had, I've had an experience where like some white, some, some white leaders mm-hmm. lean on black women to deliver difficult messages. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and to literally sacrifice them. Right. Because if I get out here and say what you want me mm-hmm. to say, 
you're not going to have my back when I have to suffer the consequences yep. for what it, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's like you use us for cover fire. Target and shields. Yep. Literally. And, yep. It's, and when we opt out, right? We'll approve this. When we can opt out, sometimes, right. Then we're not being a team player, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> we're all making sacrifices, are we not? I hate that term. Because there's never a team. What? I was like, what team? It's the team of me, baby. Never, I don't know what you're talking about. What team? I didn't know we was on the team. There's no audience. I tell my husband team. all the time. I tell my husband all the time, like, the only people I got to answer to is the people in my home. So anytime somebody be like, oh, well, you know, this is a specific policy. The only people I got to answer to are my husband and my kids. So anything that goes outside of that, I have. I don't care. I had this. Any kind of choice. Oh, yeah. well, I don't care. This girl I used to work with, she hated me because she used to she used to do that. I would have to cover myself, right, with emails because I was the only black person on the team. And she loved to go to it. There's no mm-hmm. I in team, Jade. I said, but there's a me. I was like, if you take two of the letters, and an I was e like, girl, there's a and me. M and an e. I was like, and you do a lot of dirty shit, a so me. I got to cover myself. She didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. There's a me in team. So leave People me want alone. you to be, holding to be beholden to the company policies, the work environment. And I'm like, the only person I'm out here working for is, is, is my family. It's literally my family. This is, I don't, oh, we, we're a family here. No, I don't this even talk to some of my This is an endless game of Survivor, you, and I don't give a fuck about wrong. none of y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this million dollars... Or this figurative million dollars is for me and my family. It's not for y'all. There's no team here. Yep. And it's always a false sense of team. Always. So, miss me. Speaking of more white supremacy. Oh, how fun. (laughs) Are you all aware? uh, Have you read the story you have to have? Excuse me while they go by. Oh, Lord. Taking their sweet fucking time. See, this is this is part of it. You see what I'm saying? They put these fucking sirens on so they can go through lights or so that they can like, you know, body everybody else on the road. Oh, I just want to I want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. You're not going anywhere. There's no way because you're going 22 miles per hour with this shit on right now. And there's no traffic outside. (laughs) All right. So anyway, I mean, girl, you see how they're taking their sweet ass time? They're not even with us no more. Um, have you? Are you all aware of the city bike Karen incident that has happened here yeah. in Brooklyn? Yeah, there's so many. There's so many. Uh, what, 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 are the, what are the details of this one? I feel like the Karens are. I know, they are all over the and place. And you know what? I feel like Karen is getting, is, is too much of a. Um, oh, it is positive term it's just it because it really just veils the aspect of it's just white supremacist so it's kind of just like have you heard i feel like karen is too kind it's kind of like i i actually hate woke at this point and i feel like karen is right along along those lines i told somebody they couldn't say woke the other day in our um our, our, our research it's meeting it's being co-opted and misused and grossly oh yeah. yeah like it's been misused so much that yeah. we can't even use mm-hmm. it anymore mm-hmm. yeah they have a karen yeah, character like, oh, no, on roblox now and she's got an asymmetrical bob and she goes around yelling at managers swear to god but this lady her name is sarah comrie they're calling her the city <laughs> by Karen. oh yes the kids put you on to the fascinating shit boy um so sarah comrie works at bellevue and there's a video of her on the internet essentially leaving her job and uh, trying to take a city bike from one of uh, one black boy and a group of black boys. And when the boy who has already paid what? for the bicycle, when it's shown on his credit card, he's mm-hmm. already paid for the bicycle. She's trying to take it from him, snatches the boy's cell phone out of his hand and starts screaming, help, help, help me, help me. 
in a group of young black yeah. men. Yeah. You haven't seen that? Kia, I'm talking to Kia because her face is shock and awe. Oh, yes. She's screaming. I thought y'all would see it first. Isn't it out there by y'all? And it's by at you? Bellevue. Yeah, it's here. It's New York, She's it? She's in Maryland. But it's out. Yeah, it was here. It's it in was New in New York. York. This happened where? In New, outside Bellevue. Mm. And I saw mm. Amanda Amanda Seals posted this thing. Um, uh, I'm a huge fan. She said, she said, like, I don't think like European, but she said white, but women, European American women realize the impact that they have on other people's lives. And I don't agree with that. I feel like she very much, like she very I much understood. They know. Yes. They know. Like the weaponization of her. I, have you seen the tick? Did y'all see that TikTok it. trend when it was happening of all of the European American girls? Oh with my the, God, I did. When the they cry. would just change their faces. Yeah. And then they would go into the, the, the sinister smile and shit like that. That alone right there shows you they, they know exactly how. They learned that as youth. Very much so. Thank Very you. Much so. I'm so glad. I feel like that, that is you. something. I remember there's that is one colleague taught. and she mentioned that she was told by her mother that if any situation gets too bad or cry. if you are, it's like too bad, not even unsafe, but it like it becomes overwhelming for you. She said, cry. Yes. Yep. Just cry. Yep. I have heard that. Listen, being in, uh, uh, you know, classrooms and being, I, I grew up in a place where it was nothing for me to, I was surrounded by white girls all the time. And I heard, uh, hearing them talk, he, when, especially when they get comfortable, mm-hmm. when they don't think that you're paying mm-hmm. attention or when they get comfortable enough with you to just talk freely. Yeah. The things that I have heard, mm-hmm. I mean, with these ears that God mm-hmm. gave me, the things that I have heard, I believe that this is, like you said, mothers teach their Absolutely. daughters. Yeah, to cry. Very much. To weaponize their emotions. They to understand get out of that everybody responds to a white woman in yep. distress. A white woman in distress will shut every situation yep. down. All things come to a screeching halt until we can understand why this white woman is in distress. Yep. And I have seen mm-hmm. them use mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. in real mm-hmm. time. Yep. No, so it's not I even a question. I wholeheartedly agree. It is I, not something that they are not conscious of. And of course, her attorney is getting up there saying, You all didn't get the other side of the story. She had the thing first, and we have the receipts for this, that, and the third. What do you mean, what other no, side of the story? There is a, a there is a recorded mm-hmm. video out here of this lady no. snatching yep. this boy's no. phone out of his hand, trying to take this bike from him. And literally starting to yell out, "You're hurting my unborn baby! Help! Help!" And you could see her face switch as she does it. You see it happen. Yep. And what happened? One of my- her coworkers walks out. One of her coworkers walks out, and you know what he said to the young black men? Well, why don't you just give her the bike and get another one? Just let her have it. Just let her have it, which is very important pointed language. Just let her have it. This was a white man co-worker? Yeah, of course. Of course. Because it's not even it's not even the fact that it's like, oh, you know, she's it's not like I'm advocating for her because I know she's in the right. He's stating No, just I know she's in the right. I know what she's doing. I know know what she's doing. I know what she's doing. But can't you be the bigger Mm -hmm. person as a teenager versus Mm -hmm. a person who just walked out of like not darn near like a nursing job, full time adult? Literally, literally that. They know what they're doing. Caring for other people. 
caring for other people but perpetuating this dangerous narrative outside. So you and you think I'm supposed to feel comfortable with that? My mom sent me a video. It's like y'all saw this video. It was a black lady at a hotel. I think let's say it was like a Fairfield Inn or something. You know how they have the Continental Breakfast downstairs. Mm-hmm. This black girl comes into the Continental Breakfast. A white woman is leaving out and looks at her and was like, "What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. I don't know why you in this. What are you doing here? You have no place here. Go back to where you came from, right?" And the girl is recording her. She sees. She was like, "I don't care if you recorded me. I said what I said." She walks past this this black woman as she is walking out of the door. She walks past her and spits from her mouth onto this black woman. This black woman proceeds to beat her tail. I mean, drag Good. her up and down yeah. and back and forth all the the length and the breadth of this continental breakfast. A black Good. man enters the room as the fight is happening. And this white woman is like, help me, help, please help, help. But this black man asks the right questions. What did she do? He stops. He asked the black lady, like, what happened? She told him what the white lady did. Like, I think he separated them enough for him to get the information. She told him what the white lady did and that she spit on him. And he turned to the white lady and said, I'm unable to help you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be able to assist you in this I'm going to let her go now. I'm going to proceed to let her continue to do what she was doing. Thank you for your time. And and my mom sent this to me was like crying, laughing. (laughs) And me and Latoya was talking about, you see how quickly she was so bold. She was so, uh, you just told this black lady she don't belong there. But for your own benefit, you asked the black man, you crying out help when he comes into the room. And then it became like, you see how quick the apologies she was getting her, why she was getting her head tagged. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You see. No, you're you're not. Now you're you're apologizing. You're not sorry. You're not sorry. And you know what? You deserve worse. You Let me tell you something. My mom always sorry. taught me, my mom always taught me that spitting is the nastiest thing you can ever do. There is Ooh, no It is the most disrespectful reason. thing you can I, do to somebody. My mom I have been angry. I have been Same. angry. But nothing in me has wanted to spit from my mouth. Put my never. bodily fluids on someone else. I my mom has have always been done pissed. That. Oh, because that's Again, a real think, dirty, lowdown, gutter butt thing That goes to do. back to our... We, we re, even if I'm upset with you, I recognize that you're a human being. Yep. Yeah. And I will... That like, is that's the degrading. It's the... I've never... And I've been mad. I have fought. Ooh, I have I'm been, visceral now as if somebody... I have been <laughs> upset. But my mind Mm-mm. doesn't even register like I'm going to spit on this person. Yep, never. So that just tells but me you know what, what kind my mind of does register. You are under. If somebody tries something like, I want to go to the source of wherever you mm-hmm. hawk this from. I'm trying to rip your tongue out of your face after oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm so not, at that I'm point, not even gonna now, be able to see. And you know what? That is that's always like one of my biggest fears. I told my husband, I was like, you know, sometimes I'd be afraid of going to jail. He's like, what? And not because of the typical like black person thing. I think that someone is going to do going something to and I'm going to see red mm-hmm. and I'm just not going to know how to stop. You know, like mm-hmm. even like, like you've been That's in academia, the, the amount of times that I have to mm. yes, Lord. 
Five percent of psychologists are black. Being black in the ivory of academia is one of the most I've seen so many racist things. And the number of times I have, had, but it's going. I just always feel like it's going to be one time, and I am going to forget. True. I'm going to forget where I'm at, and I'm going to remember where I I'm sure from. I, I'm sure a, I am truly going to be like, oh, this is. I don't know. I just thought I was back in North Philly and I couldn't stop. I, I truly like, I that is my sure biggest that. fear that someone's going to do something. I am just going to lose it. That resonates. I think it's I mean, <laughs> like you said, it's the PS, BTSD of it all. Because I feel like what we also have to think about is like the compounded nature. Right. Cause it's, it's because over time. Not, right. And right. I'm not, what, like if, if someone were to do something to me, I'm not beating mm-hmm. your ass for the day. This is mm-hmm. all of the ass whippings that have that have been deserved over the course of the my years, career. The people, literally the for years, against yeah. me, yeah. my family, my baby. Exactly those my memes. Friends. Those memes where they have like Martin Luther King smiling in the clouds and Malcolm X smiling in the clouds. I'm whooping your ass in that manner. Like every <laughs> ancestor <laughs> is gonna stand up like it's a Beyonce concert. It's like one of my okay, biggest fears because America's got a motherfucking problem right now, and the problem is me <laughs> it's legit one of my because i'm just me. like you know in my rational mm-hmm. mind yes but sometimes you know it is compounded Think oh, it's of happened all the, to just me. all the time it you have had compounded. to just it's compounded and i say this as someone who has who used to fight right and <laughs> between us you already know between you us you already know between us <laughs> i enjoyed the fights that i fought okay let me tell you something. and sometimes i feel like something. i would feel better if I could just shoot the fail one, one good time. Let me tell you something. I tell my husband all the time, I said, angry people got it right. And people who are identified as crazy, who don't give a darn, I envy them at times. Because I can't even lose my Thank license. You. I was hanging out with my friend and I was like, I was like, I was hanging out with my friend and I was like, you better act right. Because I got a whole license. And God forbid I go out to hang out with my friends. I tell but my husband I got I no say. job. That's a the prayer only that I pray that kept me from going off God. on that plane was because it was federal. Kia knows. That was the yes, only thing that kept me going. But remind me to tell you the story about a bitch named Heather O'Toole. It's the very first pregnant. time I ever had to go to school with a white girl. And when I tell you, it took seven people to pull me off of her. Yep. And I'll tell you that another time. It sucks being an <laughs> adult. I hate, I literally have said multiple times, like today is the day work. I don't feel like being an adult. I don't feel I like I want to fight like, today. I don't want to do it. Today I want to fight. It's sometimes we just want to fight. It is. I, sometimes I it just is. feel like I would feel better. And you know I, I what? Feel, I always yeah, say, I somebody better. was talking about at the, mm-hmm. at the mom friends, they were like, oh, coping skills. How do I do better? Because, you know, sometimes I just want to, you know, cuss and I just need. And I said, well, you know what? We've all been around someone who hasn't been cussed out. Am I right? Some people <laughs> have never had their ass beat. Have really they never it. been punched in the throat. Never. Never and or had to shoot the fair And it's time. obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. It's obvious because yeah. I'm not going to win everyone, yeah. but you're going to know you was in a fight. However, I also know how to read mm-hmm. the room because it's just like, oh, no, can't, can't win this one. Let me walk my behind. You Abbott Elementary, like one of the funniest scenes, <laughs> one of the funniest scenes, the principal was like, she said, you whoop my behind, huh? She said, I would. She said, yep. And the <laughs> testimonial, she said, half of the ways to win fights is to know who you can't win against. Mm-hmm. Or... As I told a group of girls who tried to jump me at basketball camp years ago, clearly years ago, <laughs> I can't get all you bitches, but at least two of you is going to leave here burning. I'm so not, figure out which two of you. I'm not going to win them I'm all. I'm not. 
But you gonna it's know you was in a fight. But you gonna know you was in a fight. Which two of y'all you want to <laughs> sacrifice? Because I'm gonna leave two of you burning. So let's yep. figure it out. I very much, I very <laughs> much, am, I will always say I will not win them all. But you gonna know you was in a fight. You oh, won't absolutely. Know. What? And, and, I don't and you might to win not every know what you one. were in a fight with. Yeah. yeah. Nope. No. I don't expect to yeah, win That's everyone. not even realistic in life. Mm-mm. That's not even realistic. I consider but myself quite pragmatic. To know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pragmatic person. So, I'm not going to win them all. Absolutely. Okay. But you will have at least a couple but of I'm bruises. But I'm not going to lose them all neither. I'm not going to lose them all But neither. it's always going to be an A for effort. I'll tell you it's that. It's always going to be an A for effort. <laughs> Always I'm grabbing everything. Oh, you don't fight fair. You know, Shut up. You're going to know everything. you've been in a fight. You're going to know you've been in a fight. I'm taking pictures off the wall. You're going to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grabbing <laughs> bottles from behind the heavy ones, too. They don't even, I don't even know if they do. This is old school. I don't even know if they got mystic bottles anymore. But y'all remember the mystic bottles? They do. Yeah, yes. they're thick and they heavy do. still. Them and they still are mad the heavy, y'all. That yeah. glass. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You know, you don't go for these little you know, snap, you Snapple don't even do glass no more. I'm aging myself, but you get a mystic bottle. Them, that's, that was double glass. Snapple it's doesn't insulated. make glass. What do you mean Snapple's no, not glass anymore? Snapple don't do gla- they glass don't, anymore. They're all plastic. They're all plastic. What? And it tastes, yeah, pla- and the taste wild. is different too. It's been a while since they've had glass bottles. They don't have glass bottles anymore. Mm-mm, they don't. Do they still have Snapple facts? I don't know. I don't know. You guys ever wonder? Okay, you know how they used to have those sweepstakes where if you had the co- you read the up. code in the top and you entered it. You guys yes. ever wonder how many times we have blocked our blessings by not entering that code that's on the top of the? <laughs> no, I would be depressed. <laughs> be... Because remember be they used to have those sweepstakes like enter the code and you. I've never did it. We were nothing but a sweet. We are a sweepstakes generation. Every cereal box. That is how capitalism. I'm I'm sure that's how we skyrocketed somewhere in the <laughs> 80s and 90s. We were a sweepstakes. McDonald's, all of them. Monopoly bucks, all of them. It was always a motherfucking sweepstakes. Yeah. Ooh, the Monopoly. Reaching, you got to buy the box started, and reach into the box. It said that they started phasing out glass bottles in favor of polyethylene. Uh, Ugh. That sounds terrible. It said it started doing that in 2017. Oh, what have I been? It's been a minute, Jay. Glass is recyclable, but the (laughs) yeah, it said glass is recyclable, but the process is costly in terms of money, energy, and greenhouse gases. And so, starting in 2017, Snapple began phasing out their glass bottles in favor of PET plastic. Their plan was to completely retire the glass bottle by the end of 2021. It's interesting though because now aren't we not supposed to be aren't microplastics altering our yeah. DNA because we eat off yeah. of too much plastic? Yep, that's exactly the first what it iteration is. of the Snapple plastic bottle ditched the metal cap. They also went from oh. using paper labels to printing directly on the bottles with washable ink. So no, Snapple facts are not a thing anymore. <gasps> Where's my youth? <laughs> I saw a commercial today. Y'all remember Vianetta? You remember Vianetta, the dessert that I goes do. in the freezer and they that would slice it? That always looked so good, but I never oh, actually saw it from, like, Friendly's? Store. Was it from, like, Friendly's yeah. or something? It was. Yeah. They had, like, like, they would slice it. They had it was... the wine glass and they yes. slice it. They slice it in the wine glass. <laughs> I don't think they make Vianetta anymore. Um, I never had it. I don't think I technically ever had I don't think I've Vianetta ever had a Vianetta either. either. Yeah, but I, I but I that commercial, do though. remember the commercials very clearly. It is that's also very, a very that's a really good marketing concept. I mean, certain people got really good PR. 
They do. Like Vianetta or Vianetta. Fancy Feast. 1-800-451-7777. It can take a couple of tries, but when it's right, you shouldn't even feel it. I'm talking about tampons, people. Now, while pads are great, I was a pad girl for a long stretch of my period having life. Tampons give you more flexibility and freedom. I remember the first time I was going on a little beach party weekend and my period came on. Can you envision stress? My homegirl, shout out to sisters, showed me how to use a tampon and I was free. I'm talking fly like a bird or I guess more like swim like a dolphin, but you get the point. Prior to using tampons, I felt limited on my period. Once I found out they can protect the same as my pad and it shouldn't hurt, it took me a couple of tries to get it right. But I learned how to properly insert a Tampax and I didn't and still don't even feel it. Tampax allows me the freedom and flexibility to do everything I want on my period. One thing that happens to be my speciality, okay, is worrying. <laughs> I mm. have, it is something that I have excelled at for the larger duration of my life. But now I'm working towards unlearning those uh, unhealthy and unhelpful practices and learning a different way um, of approaching things. But sort of my age old uh, tendency is to focus on the problem um, and get sort of caught down in the weeds of figuring the problem out that I really don't even have the time or the capacity or bandwidth to think about solutions. And, you know, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode, especially when you're facing a challenge in your life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there really is no better better feeling and a therapist can help you become a problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small and I've said it before and I will continue to say that one of the game changer aspects of therapy for me have been you know it really is just someone to help you uh, change your perspective get out of your own way to stop seeing a situation in the limited view or vantage point that you currently have and you know it's someone to help you sort of process your thoughts and and give you sort of tools for zooming out and thinking about things differently those perspectives have been those perspective changing activities have really been a game changer for me they've made all of the difference it's helped me to sort of have my feelings to honor and acknowledge them but to not let them take over my life or my capacity to move through the challenge um you know even when it seems like it is something that you know is coming down. It's all encompassing. It's all enclosing in. Um, therapy has has really been a game changer. Um, and if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grown today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grown. Tabitha Brown brightens days like no one else. Now the actress, vegan, and social media phenomenon is partnering with Target to bring the world more vibrance, candor, and joy. Arriving for the season of laid-back lounging, backyard barbecues, and poolside hangs, this limited-time collection is here to give all your gatherings that perfect summer glow. The Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoors Entertaining Collection drops at Target and Target.com on May 14th. 
This collection is designed to celebrate Tab's favorite season, summer. It's all about bringing loved ones together around all the best things, delicious food, fun games, good music, and that bright, happy sunshine. From the comfiest outdoor furniture you've ever lounged on to your new favorite pool floaty to games to glassware and more, this collection has you set for a summer full of joy. Check out the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoors Entertaining Collection on May 14th in Target locations and on Target.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. What's next on our list of trash? Let's see. Which direction do we want to go? Trash. Oh, they're doing an ESPN docu-series on Serena Williams. Did you like Oh, that's nice. They better do it justice, too. Or I will write letters. I hope they really get it right. Huh. Is she involved in the production? Michael Jordan, 10 fucking episodes. I think so. Well, what, what, how many episodes is it? No, no, I don't know how many episodes yet. I don't. They don't. I don't. I haven't even seen a release date for it just yet. They said it's following one that they did on Tom Brady. I hope so as well. Um, especially when they did that. What was it? The the Michael Jordan one. Y'all remember the Michael Jordan? Man, that uh, thing shut series. Netflix down. Like, I mean, every, right. even I watched it because the interviews were very good and stuff that you never. I, I think it. it's too early to do that on her. You think it's I too early? Like, I feel like there's. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot, especially after watching the movie, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of the business side and the business ups and downs that we haven't gotten into. And if we think of the longest arc of her career from her signing she her been first in this contract since she was 14. at like 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot to the story that's not been told. And so mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what parts... Because, you know, with the docu-series or documentaries, it's always interesting what parts of of, of the person's life are highlighted. That they want to highlight. I definitely yep. want another yeah. one on her in a decade. Because I very much feel like she's just getting stuck. Yeah. I want another one. For this sure. Be the only one. Yeah. And she's pregnant yeah. now. So I feel like I they're... Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there will be more to come. And has been very Serena open about not wanting to be a mother originally, actually, which I... I love when people are, are honest and authentic about that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, she's yeah. obviously that since changed, but she's like, I was very uncomfortable with the idea of being a mother. And I, I just think it's, a Im- lot. it's important to hear that viewpoint. I think, Agreed. yeah, because I feel like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, we need to talk about that more too, because I think there's lots of shame thrown around for there people is. who, who, who know that they don't want to or are just yeah. very squarely in the I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, and yep. then people will be like, oh, you'll change your mind. Maybe, but that's yeah. not an appropriate comment. Exactly. I also want to have a, a sub-conversation on on uh, people who already have one and the, and the repeated trope of are you going to have another? Are you sure about that? 
I mean, the fact that someone thinks it's appropriate to ask me if I am going to have, I can't even say what I was going to say because this boy done walked in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want me to say it for you? Are you going to let your husband nut you again? That's what I was was about to say. Like, (laughs) I mean, you might as well just ask me if I like my leg up. I mean, like, why do you, sir, why do you think that's appropriate? You know, like, okay. You that, know, people don't really understand. The, Ask the, me if the carpet uh, matches the drapes. Ask me if you it's know. Very like, inappropriate. Yeah. It's super. It's inappropriate. What's my favorite position? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it is very inappropriate, not. and I'm going to start answering. Uh, oh I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where is your dad? Okay. I can hear you this very This is reality clearly. parenting. We love Yeah, it. very much so. What Noah be sneaking across the floor with like, excuse Noah me. I'm like, exactly. like people don't know. No, the real thing here. is the thing is, guys, the door was locked, so I'm confused. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh also has he confused. learned the butter knife trick yet? I don't we know. We have an engineer. We have an engineer. There's on something our hands. because yes, the door was locked. Okay. I'm confused. Mm. Mm-hmm. Excuse said, me, young I'm, pick said, uh, pickpock. I'm gonna get in. This I mean, room. I'm gonna get in the room. He's I'm like, it's taking this entirely too long. Man. I mean, I, we have things sir. to be doing, sir. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, this is when I yell at my husband and I'm like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> he about to lose it. It's, oh, so pushy. I know to take We're going to get you out of here soon, Raquel. Let's move this right on along. <laughs> oh. Kia, he's push, fine. Push, push. He is fine. He's fine, Kia. Yeah, he's, he's fine, Kia. He so you notice I'm over here laughing, honey. I'm not, <laughs> not phased at And I'm so sorry, Raquel. You see, I am as well. Because right? I laugh at kids. <laughs> I laugh the number at kids. of times I, I say, bruh, to my son should be outlawed. The number of times a day I'd be like, bruh. Bruh. Noah says it to us now. She'd be like, bruh. <laughs> so, no, that's, you're right on par, okay? You're I'm doing a like, great job, mom. Honey, you're fine. You're doing okay. a great job. When Now, when the emotions, when it's actually, I, I get that. Emotional validation all day, this is my whole job. However, part of it is also knowing this, like, bruh, wrong audience. I say that, and I say wrong audience a lot. Like, wrong audience. Big mom, mom, big mom, mom's not here, honey. <laughs> We all know that you're faking. Because my mom would be like, I'm not what's the wrong one. with the baby? I don't know, mom. Probably a lot less than was wrong with me when I would cry. Probably a lot less. Because you were never as fascinating. I don't ever recall you being this tender and gentle. I don't recall your attentiveness. This woman is everybody's little friend these days. You're hiding concern. Right. Or you're anti-discipline. Like all of a sudden now you're a, a, you're a, against discipline. Girl, get the hell. Now, now you're a gentle parent. That's rich. Get the, now you're right. gently parenting. That's rich. Right. Okay. Until they start coming to have those other conversations with you. So you don't spank. I'm like, all right, here we go. Um, I was back to our trash. My mama, we ask you questions. So, because what's we talk about? Uh, ja Morant. Oh. Ronda be like. Was he gentle Jay Morant, parenting? Jay Morant. Jay Morant. Was, you know, whenever said, people was he say gentle that, parenting? my mama asked me, was he gently parented? Because I need five <laughs> minutes. Give me five minutes with that boy. 
I, I mean, five minutes is what I need. It cracks me because people are like, well, how do you, how do you, and I don't even say gentle parent. I'm like, I treat my child like a human. You know, if you, if you, if you yeah. are an adult and I hit you, I go to jail. If it's a child, it's cool. But anytime people yeah. say that, I'm like, well, I don't know what a generation of treating your children with respect looks no. like, but I do know what a generation of beating they behind you because my caseload Period. is full as it were. Um, and so were the caseloads of all of my friends and yes. my colleagues. Yeah. So I can, I can, I mean, we can only go up. Can we not? Can we not? <laughs> I just it's don't, and I don't here. understand of not, I don't understand not grasping the very simple concept that as an adult, you do not get hit for doing things that you know, fully cognizant and developed brain, know you ain't supposed to be doing. Yeah. And yet, you think that a, somebody who is developing and is still learning is supposed to get hit as a, as a, a, well, a I lesson. Think that you are assuming, my mother would say that she got hit. What? Mine too. Mine too. What? They all say that. They all say yeah. that, but I'm like, but you also understand, but like, as you became an, when you went to a job and you got talked to about whatever the case, that person was not allowed to put their hands on you and speaking to you about this thing. So yep. why is this okay for people that we love and that we're helping to realign in life? I, and they don't, and it, and it, it, it don't grasp. It's like, yeah. it's like Cuban Republicans in Florida. I don't understand. Oh, Lord. Somebody commented, <laughs> somebody commented on one of my posts where I was talking about, you know, I don't do corporate punishment. It's like, oh, you take an easy way out. And I said, I don't know. I don't know what you've been told, but it is, there's what? nothing harder than not, than not putting your hands on your child. Than not losing your fucking temper. What do you like mean? Like the amount of energy it takes every day he wakes up. I have to go to the potty. Yes, we do this every day. I have to go to school again. Yes, every day. I can't headbutt my brother once again. No, right. you cannot. <laughs> we can't have ice cream at five o'clock in the morning. Also, no. No, no. no. I can't no. throw this chair at your head, mother. I think no. it's inappropriate. Maybe don't Asking do it. Asking me 95, the same question 95 times because you don't like my response. Of course, like, the easiest thing to do is to wring a neck. It you know it takes what? an extra level of perseverance and patience to not touch somebody. The same amount of patience that I'm exercising right now, not to slap you for asking me that dumbass question. It's like the fact Imagine that you, me having you have to do to that all day and night with a little all person. day after after going to work, coming home. You have to regulate yourself so that you can co-regulate your children. That's what you're gifting your children. You're co mm -hmm. But if you can't, the fact that you can't regulate yourself enough to not hit, but then you expect them to regulate themselves enough to not hit. How are you going to teach a child exactly. not to hit by hitting them? And most of the time, exactly. that's what they're, they're penalizing for. Like, don't hit your brother. Pop. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. Pop, pop. Super that rational. Is the dumbest well, fucking rational. I will continue to take my birth control with all vigilance. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. And he, this woman told me that you my son that. made her have um, baby fever. I said, girl, you need some acetaminophen. You better get out of here. No. This boy don't act like this. Baby fever sounds like mm -hmm. a temporary virus. And I want everybody. <laughs> I just, yeah. And I think that's your right, right? People tell me, they're like, oh, I don't yes. want to have kids. That's what's up. And I hope you get to continue to make the choices that you want to make. And I hope yes. they're not made for you. Praise, is, praise listen, that. To God. Why would I be I offended agree. by your choice? You're not, what does that have to do with you? You know? That's right. 
if we could apply that logic to so many things in this world, such as where people go to the bathroom and (laughs) bonnets. Speaking of which, so there's a lady by the name of Dr. Sutton. (laughs) And Dr. Sutton is a dentist who has a sign listed in her um, in her lobby framed, printed. And I think it has an emoji on it, perhaps. It had a smiley face on it. No bonnets, a smiley face. No bonnets, no house shoes, no pajama bottoms. And we have no problem rescheduling your appointment. Yeah. Oh, yes. And we have no problem rescheduling your appointment. Um, That is very She's not concerned. She's not concerned. She's more concerned about bonnets than she is about the hygiene of these people's mouths. Of your teeth. Yep. And I, I just question her sensibilities mm-hmm. uh, and her professionalism mm-hmm. as a as a healthcare professional. If yep. you're going to turn someone away because of what they have on, um, it, it, it. Why are we worried about these things? I just feel like there's it's so, so much. Ridiculous. If I'm in the dentist, people go to the dentist not only just White for cleanings, but usually, like I. <laughs> This is respectability politics all day. It is. It's respectability politics through and through because my bonnet, it does not, it literally does not prevent you from doing anything in my mouth. What I I have on my legs and my ass don't have nothing to do with what you're doing in my mouth. And what I have on my feet don't have nothing to do with what you are doing in my mouth. You have a right to have an opinion about it, but to refuse service, to create policy Mm-hmm. To formally other and marginalize people who are paying a fee for the service yep. that you provide mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. wild to me. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy wearing bonnets outside, so I don't. I just feel right. am I going to start a policy but that like do, that means somebody else can't do it? Who cares? I don't understand when <laughs> right. when when do we right. responsible for? I I'm not responsible. Right. I don't prefer to wear house shoes outside. Uh, and so I don't put house shoes on the feet that are mine. I don't have any that's control what I'm over that's the it. feet that don't belong that's to me. It. If I don't enjoy it, I but just don't listen do it. Here. <laughs> I don't I take I, I require shoes off in my home, right? I have inside shoes for my home. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if you don't require no shoes in your home, your dirty fucking floors don't have anything to do with me. I'm not cleaning just like why do I care? Your pajama you know? bottoms, your bonnets. Nothing. And your fucking house shoes don't have anything to do with the job like, that I need to do here. Listen, if 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 she would have said, if you had a sign on your door that said, if you come here in a bonnet, when you leave, I'm going to talk about you like a dog. I would respect that more <laughs> than I have. I mean, because I feel like, girl, just, I'm going to talk about you and your mama. And I'm going to question yeah. your raising. I'm going to want to know what is wrong with you. And I will have that conversation with my staff when you leave. I will respect that more than to more. turn people away from services that they need uh, because of the way that they... And this is what I'm saying. What I was talking about before, like I, I did the, the graduate school summit today. Uh, shout out to oh, Black and Grad that. School. They had their virtual summit six years of black uh, it's all about like you know success for blacks black students students of the diaspora in grad school come on and we had a conversation today and she was like one of the questions i got from the audience was like you show up I, I like you know 
talking about how I show up authentically as myself. And so I wear Jordans to work and that kind of thing when I feel like it. And I'm like, it took me being in these places with very powerful, well-paid people and seeing uh, these white men with coffee stains on their khakis that they done wore to the office three, four days in a row for me to mm -hmm. recognize that if they are not held to these unreasonable standards, I mean, what may be unreasonable is relative, but like if they're not held to sort of standards, their performance is not based upon how they look. What does it matter mm -hmm. if I come in here with some Jordans and these long nails? What does that matter? And when I got free from that, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to show up how I show up. I'm going to do the work that's important to me. And that's what matters. If you don't like my black leather skirt and that's all you got to say, oh, Takiyah was brilliant and I loved her set, her talk, but I hated that black leather skirt. Okay. Then well, don't that wear don't one. Like, then don't purchase one for right. yourself, honey. Don't purchase a black skirt right. for yourself, And girl. that is the problem. Yeah. That is and the that's problem, problem right here. Within all of these policies and people, right? Oh, and so that's forth the issue so across that the board. That is always the problem. Oh, I would get. In, I I don't agree with abortions. Don't get one. I would. Oh, so I don't like. That. I don't okay, like so drag don't. shows. Don't go to one. Exactly. So don't go to them. That doesn't mean you Why, get to agree with policies that with other somebody people can't do it when they are in the bathroom. Is the way somebody pees? Does it affect how you move in life? Whoever I mean, married, I, I don't like. I don't like gay people. So and I don't believe in gay marriage. So don't go to one. And I'm saying this as a person, I'm a person, I'm a Christian, you guys know that. And I mm -hmm. will pray out loud whenever I get ready, whenever I'm so moved to do it. And I feel like that's my right, the right that I have. Yep. And as such, if somebody believes something that's entirely different than me, I want them to have the right to practice their their what they believe fully and completely yeah. because mm -hmm. I don't want nobody mm -hmm. telling me that I can't pray the way that I want to pray. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand yep. Even if it's something that I don't know anything about, a, a lifestyle that I have no knowledge of or it's new to me, I, I feel like I owe, like I owe the other person, the other party, I owe them the, the opportunity to just, the, the freedom, the general freedom of choice that I'm afforded. To do what they want. Yep. Yeah. I don't snake and we get so many choices niggas who do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. It's like, okay, I don't like it. <laughs> do I feel like I have the right, the entitlement to make a policy so that no one else can do it? No. If I don't wear a bonnet, I just don't. No, I just don't take my ass to the middle of the woods to snake worshiping ceremonies. Like, that is it. And that's just <laughs> what like, it is. <laughs> that's just not my thing. But okay, it's if very that's what you like, go not for a fan. it. Not I don't recommend, so all. I do not attend. That's just what exactly. it is. It's not for me. <laughs> that's just for me. Just for me. I mean, if, if that's it don't what you fly, do, okay. let it fly. You know, like I just don't. <laughs> but y'all, listen, Which, find you a dentist who is much more concerned with the health of your gums and teeth than they are what you put on your hair, on your body, on your feet. Okay? Hmm. The dentist is supposed to be concerned with your mouth. Yep. <laughs> and that is yeah. all. And that is it. And that One of my colleagues is like, um, you know, Raquel, you you really do, um, you you don't really provide. You see, like, you just don't stuff doesn't phase you. And I was like, let me tell you something. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Philly. You mind your business, okay? The number of times I had all. to keep my eyes straight to get on the train and not pay attention to all the people ogling me. The number of times I had to keep it moving and not pay attention to the sirens near me. I mind my business and everything. Mm. If it don't bother me, I don't deal yep. with it. You don't bring it to me. It's not my problem. And if it may, it may problem. include me. 
We're going to wait until it does include me. I have, there's so I much stuff on my mind. Why yeah, should I have to worry yeah. about something that has nothing to do with me, y'all? You know how much stuff I got to deal with today? I barely remember what I ate yesterday, honey. And I you want me to worry about so your bonnet? I can tell you what that's I ate today. So Five rice period. cakes. That sounds like a person who needs to be concerned with themselves and themselves I need to alone. be concerned with myself. Why are we so worried <laughs> about what just, other like, people that's are so doing? Adult, that's so Speaking adult. Of, that's the key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being able to say, like, you know, like, check the, the mind your business check. You know, because I think we all re- see things, we respond to things, we react to things on the internet all the time. But one of the practices that I'm trying to cultivate in my own life is the times that I find myself getting worked up or worried about something that don't have nothing to do with me. Before mm-hmm. I do anything, I ask myself, is this my business though? Oh, you know, and in session, when mm. people, when my teachers, they made mm. like golf and tangent certain things, instead of being like, because you can never know, I can never know what that, you, all I'm saying is like, okay. Well, why does that bother you? Somebody was talking about, mm-hmm. oh, this Christmas tree. This person had their Christmas tree up. And it's just like, okay, why does that bother you? Sometimes it's like, well, I was taught not to do, keep mine up. Okay, is yours down? That's what's up. Oh, well, you know, it just looks disheveled. Okay. Looks Seems like, like you need to avert your eyes. Why okay. are you looking at my laptop when there's a training going on? Huh. So much. That's all huh. I'm saying. Take responsibility huh. for your own offense. If there's something that's bothering you, don't do then it. Do what you got to do to get away from that thing. Don't try yep. to change mm-hmm. what the thing is for somebody else. The number of times I say, "Who cares?" in my head, like, huh, like girl, I don't like that. Not my business. Like, oh, girl, <laughs> Speaking of, I'm it. the girls getting in a tizzy over business that doesn't really concern them. Oh, so um, there was a Gabrielle Union interview about. recently. Ah, um, yes. And Mm -hmm. she spoke on many things. This was not the Mm -hmm. subject of the interview, but uh, when she walked away from this, people took a snippet of what was said where she disclosed, answering another question, by the way, that her and Dwayne Wade split things in their home 50-50 and the Mm -hmm. girls were in an uproar. Now, I don't bring this up to... um, give an opinion on rage let me tell you something for this my whole life he is a (laughs) retired basketball player and it's not giving and i can't believe what have i been working towards my whole life if i'm still gonna have to do money than her yeah and everybody who had an opinion on this is not married to a retired basketball player nor do they have uh, the the option in front of them of working or not working they don't live in Dwayne Wade or Gabrielle Union's household and Mm -hmm. yet they were very upset because it was not giving and so I I, Kia actually (laughs) Kia actually made a really wonderful point as we were all talking before we recorded the show as it pertains to you all's um feathers being ruffled behind how they run things in their household it's so interesting right because i feel like there's so much conversation going on in the podcast world specifically that's all about like relationship roles gender roles Mm -hmm. uh you know who should be doing what in everybody's relationship what's the Mm. men supposed to be doing what are the women supposed to be doing um Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's lots of dissonance right (laughs) and so like all of the 
there's all you know all of the podcast niggas to be talking about <laughs> men and being submissive. <laughs> You've got to submit. She sound like a woman who is ready to submit, and we have to submit mm. because the submission. Or oh, now they want to be men, submission, mm-hmm. and now they mm-hmm. want to be too much like men. They don't want to be mm-hmm. women anymore. Because they who's don't supposed to wear the submit. pants in the house? If we both wearing the pants, who's wearing the you skirts? Know, and I like to date. I like to date women who are only nineteen because they are impressionable. Yo, at that. <laughs> yo, yo, and that's don't even know yeah. the definition of impressionable because that that mm. man's reaction when the when the young woman next to him said, um, Again, you know, the definition of impressionable means that you can mold them and Control. stuff like that. And yes. he said, "Who said that?" I think she said Webster. The dictionary, man. This is what I'm saying. It's an attack on intellect. It's they an attack read. on words. Literacy. The people refuse to use words as they are meant. In common sense. But I just saying it's interesting to sort of see this play out in the comments, right? Because you have all of the women talking. Well, not all of the women, but you have a, a strong contingent of, of women commenting, saying, oh, this is unheard of. I'm not splitting nothing 50-50. He makes way more money than her. And then you have the men talking about, see, this is the problem. Like, you know, all of that. And I just feel like in this post-Kevin Samuel's age, in this where we we have we have all of this fodder and conversation i thought it was most interesting to me like y'all really listen selectively right because there's a broader conversation going on here and gabrielle union said explicitly out of her mouth that this was a choice that she made within her relationship she said that her partner has offered many many times Mm -hmm. to cover all of the expenses but because of the things that she's experienced in her own life she would like to have certain financial uh, stake in her home and she feels in order for that to be done that it needs it warrants a 50-50 split and it works for their relationship it was just interesting to see how you know we listen only and we hear the things that we want to hear but we miss all of the context and the other things that inform what mm-hmm. what is being said and what's on the table and it's like this works for their relationship what sounds what i heard is we have two grown people who have communicated what yep. their needs they are figured out what works for their household and they've worked out a system that works for the both of them and the blessing is that there's only two of them in this marriage the rest of them, <laughs> right <laughs> it's not so go ours. back to your it's job at con edison the- and and go back to being upset about how if you were I mean, married to a former basketball player, you would watch your your Kevin Samuels videos and have your uh your feelings and feel what you will, okay? But y'all are in here <laughs> arguing and scrapping and calling each other all kinds of crazy things, and I'm like, On Facebook. well, what's the problem? And you know what though? Mm-hmm. Even the people who watch the Kevin Samuels videos, um, because I've watched a wealth of them. Um, I myself always oh, no. feel as though in order to, you know, I need to know my enemy as much too. They also don't listen enemy. to it because he, he often stated, it's like what, five, 10% of men are high value men. He would also go off on men being like, you're not a high value man. So you're expecting Fair. a woman. That's true. That's true. That's to, true. to provide you with services that you have not earned. He would also go, he would 95% of the men who would advocate for Kevin Samuels, who would be like, oh, you're not a high value man. I don't understand why you're talking to me, you peasant. 
He was calling y'all not shit as well. And let's be very clear. Anybody listening to this who decides that they also want to go off the deep end, nobody here is defending Kevin Samuels. Oh, no. Please don't ever call my body. I'm just saying, with you. The same way we're discussing how niggas took 2% of this conversation and turned it into. (laughs) I feel like this is an opportunity for us to think about how much, like, what are the, what are the, the, what's the actual information that informs our perspective? Yeah, because honestly, mm. when 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 y'all shared the quote with me, and I was like, that's interesting. That's interesting because, you know, as someone mm-hmm. who grew up in a household where her mom was cheated on repeatedly, I can see how mm-hmm. she can have a certain mm-hmm. aspect of scarcity mindset mm-hmm. and thinking that she always has to, the only way to have a voice in this situation is to provide a certain amount of money. There was also the instance where she mentioned the fact that she felt entitled to cheat. Mm-hmm. On her mm-hmm. first husband because of all that she was bringing to the table. So it's just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's understandable. And then not even listening to the fact that we all know that man loves that woman. He probably said multiple times, all right, and I told you multiple times that you're going to do what draws. you want to do. So I'm going to respect that. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, why would, I, why would I, why would I, why would I, why would I, you know, and the thing is, we don't ask the questions why. You know why? Because we have some sense. Why would I care? Well, then, there you go. Is she gonna come over here and pay my bills? I'd appreciate it. I read both. <laughs> That's what I'm I read saying. Your, right. I would like to know. I'm very much invested in your progress as a human being. I don't. I wouldn't mind. Gabrielle, I too would go 50 50 with you on my household. Like, no that's problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> But everyone's acting like she said, everyone's acting like she's being forced to do it, even though yes. she openly stated, right. like, oh, no, nah, he ain't for this. He just, he he loves me. And he know, ain't no point in going back and forth with me about this. I'm and already writing the chat. she said it was chat. her choice. Her choice. And y'all proceeded to call that. I mean, oh, I just was like, wow, guys. I mean, well, we've got to get back to a place where we are reading for comprehension. That's maybe we should put that. Not even that, you know what it also is is short attention spans because yes, this was an hour for that and something clip. long interview, baby. It was all of thirty seconds 30. of a one and a half hour <laughs> interview. The the thirty second soundbite <laughs> went viral. Viral. I want to see y'all the type of she was discussing because she y'all advocates for so many amazing things. Assault. Right. She advocates for black like she. I would love to see what the rest of this is. Black is, trans is about. youth. Uh, autonomy, like just all types of autonomy things. Autonomy over your body. Have to be, listening you to black children. You ain't got to be a Bring It On fan or a being Mary Jane, but you, but but you have to say you have to look at those two people and say, you know what? They're doing a hell of a motherfucking job with their parenting, yeah. And they seem to be in a healthy and loving relationship. And their that's children nice are healthy. And healthy. the other side of their child, their children, not yours. Mm-hmm. Their this. children are healthy. Their children. Where they have their dialogue and their communication in their household about what's right for their family members. I, I, I think I mean, that's all I look for. <laughs> like, There's so I mean, like, much. That's amazing. So much yeah. worry about yourself Incredible. to be worried about. We worried so, about um, Gabby and Dwayne's household. But have you been to the dentist in your bonnet or not? Is what my question is. <laughs> When's the now last I'm going to tell you, you who is. Your teeth clean? Huh. Huh. I'm going to tell okay. you what's the. What's the uh who else is in our households though? Um, and not oh. in the best way. Monique Samuels of the Real uh, Housewives of oh, uh, I thought you meant PG County. <laughs> um <laughs> what you do now? So I I thought you was talking so about I, Monique Mother Bonnet. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you no, know because you don't like the bonnets either. But don't wear one if you don't like Mother she Bonnet. Hates that's the what bonnet. she said. Now she went to the dentist's office and said something. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> they changed. They changed their whole policy. Please sit down. Monique, Monique said that we don't. Monique that. and Doctor Porter or whatever her name is had a nice little talk TikTok about baby sweet together. baby my honey babies my babies. <laughs> Shut up. In her bathrobe while she did all of this. I mean, in her bathrobe. I mean, the titties was down down baby down down the roller coaster. You sitting up in here on this camera telling me the iron in about those knees. You're in I loungewear mean, your talking bra, about girl? loungewear. <laughs> don't come over shut here shut up Monique okay okay congratulations in on your, your glass Netflix house. special but shut up about this <laughs> Leave yes. us congratulations on the special getting back to you know like that's we appreciate that's you but what I would love to I, that's what topic. I'd love to focus on I don't want to focus on you and your loungewear talking no. about other people's loungewear please um, but Monique along. Samuels has a new has a brand <sighs> um in which the the illustration on the front of this branding, and I want to give you the name of the branding first. It is oh. not for lazy moms. And the illustration okay. on the front I'm of this branding upset. is a mother <laughs> with like with like fifty arms doing fifty things. And hold on, let me pull it up so I can read the little teeny text to you as well. It's I'm super insulting, man. <laughs> Like, exactly. not even a mom, but this is offensive. <laughs> and you're irritated. Exactly. I'm oh, irritated. Here it goes. The messaging. Not for lazy moms. We want it all. We do it all. And just for clarification, for anyone who is not aware of Bodie Samuels um, or why you should be, she was on Real Housewives of Potomac, yes. Love and Marriage DC, yes. and her husband yes. it has an estimated net worth of $17 million. Mm. And she but she does it all because she wants it all. <laughs> her and her nannies. When I tell her you, and her nannies, her team. I mean, the messaging. I. It, it's the message. It's the reason why me. I will always have a job postpartum wise. Like it's <clears throat> the fact that you think it's appropriate to say, "Well, why don't you just outsource?" I think it's amazing if you can. But seventeen mil- Can we? This is, is that the what the premise of the? What is the premise of the business? <laughs> is she setting people up with nannies? You know, what is so the, what are we selling? I don't think she's what setting people service? up with anything except for toxic shame so they can feel like they're not enough. And as a result, it's a mommy blog and podcast. So this is her merch. Not for lazy right. moms. Now, now here's the thing. Um, Let's galvanize and create community or, by shaming uh, all which, other mothers. Remember when Kim Kardashian told people to get off their fucking ass or whatever and go. Yo, when I said, I said, when I first like saw the thing that said, I said, she, there's no way. Cause you know how people will just do clickbait. And I was like, and you got me no, here. She, Cause I'm going to click it. And I said, oh yeah, she really, she, really she said it whilst looking at the camera and meant it nodded her head as she said i just knew it was a lie because i'm like there's no there's no and thought way. we were going to give her a round of applause okay okay i i went to the side <laughs> because i'm trying to get understanding i, mm-hmm. I want understanding mm-hmm. um because i want to know what's happening here and this about section Mm-hmm. Says that not for lazy moms is a community for new generations mom, new generation moms who want it all and do it all. We strive to be the best version of ourselves in our parenting, relationship, careers, and self-care. This is the site for everyone. 
Nope. Well, you lost This me. is the antithesis of the Nat ministry is what this is. This seems harmful. What what I don't understand is that there are like things being sold are like sound bath meditations, lifestyle tips. I I mean, and even the logo looks super inappropriate. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Because the woman is in a yoga pose. It looks appropriative. Yeah. It's very appropriative. Lifestyle tips, maintaining mommy, confessions, dressing my baby up every day kept me sane during quarantine. Which sounds amazing. Sounds amazing for you, and I'm glad that has helped you. And I kind of want to listen to the podcast now. I kind of want to listen to the podcast. It says we share stories about overcoming (laughs) obstacles, open up about everyday challenges, and share ideas and advice for keeping your marriage spicy. What does that mean? Sex? Your husband. $17 million. You know Uh, what? If I could hire niggas to rear my kid, I could have all the fucking spicy sex I want. I would be (laughs) cussing it on a headstand from 7 a.m. What? What? I'd own my own pole dancing studio. You would tire of me. Okay. You would say, ma'am, it would be a tip drill video in our house. 24 credit cards everywhere. Credit cards everywhere. What it looks like, (laughs) what it looks like is that it is. It must be my ass because it ain't my face. It looks like they're giving, they're giving like valuable information and tips for moms or negotiating motherhood based on like the topics. But I'm just saying like the framing of the branding does mm-hmm. not line up with what the information here is saying. Let's um, just change the logo then. I feel yeah. like if we would, I would be on board. Cause I mean, reading this, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like a podcast for moms. And they talk about all kinds of things on how to maintain yourself as a mom, lifestyle tips, different events for moms. How to, you know, I, I get it. I, I get here. Mm. But when I hear that title, I don't get this. The information that are on this website, they seem to be at odds to me. And why do we always have to maintain a good man? There's two of us in this marriage. There's two of us in this relationship. Are you keeping right. it spicy for me? I want it all. I do it all. Right. Why don't how come are niggas you are not it spicy make your dick spin like a rim? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, know. Are you, I want I, it. I want a spinning. Is dick there a reason constantly. why you can't be on a headstand? There's no. There's. I mean, the weight limit for poles are very high. Why aren't you on it? I want to see that. I'd I love to build see something that. for me. <laughs> my husband fixed the dishwasher, and I was like, oh my god. This is amazing. And I'm uh, giving aphrodisiac. It's giving yeah, what you're doing it later. It saved us hundreds He said, I can get that part and fix it. I said, Oh my God, I never did. A dishwasher. The dishwasher. I said, Oh my God, it's washing them. That's oh my God. Look at that. This is. Look at you. You, you didn't even have to pay no. Right? We didn't have to pay anything. We solved the problem, bought the part, we the fixed problem. it. My Lord. Like, come on, sir. I'm about to give you a ludicrous video right now. Splash I mean, water. multiple. Because I it was just... my money maker in this oh. house right now. I was legit just like, oh my God. Oh. Make love to me. 
So, well, guess no one's no one's shake, going to sleep shake, early. Shake my money maker. Definitely not going to sleep early tonight. Because I honestly... Because I'm about to pussy pop on a handstand. I feel like it's been earned. Very much. I feel like it's been earned. Well, you know what? I'll give it I'll give it a fair go. I'll see what is t- what's happening over here. But I don't love the branding. And I don't love that messaging of that be branding. Better. I want it to yeah. be better. But I don't know. The the podcast is three seasons in, so I don't know how much. And sometimes I need a different messenger. Like I just don't want to hear about how to take care of yourself from somebody whose nigga got seventeen million dollars and automatically like so like we talk about the whole like mom shaving thing stuff like that and like oh what if you decide you don't want children but the fact that like this makes people feel uncomfortable in their own yeah. Because it puts me on guard. Because I'm like, well, am I a lazy mom? Are these moms going to think I'm lazy? Well, what? I don't know. And even like the want it all and do it all. I feel like you can have so much. I also feel like you can't have it at the same time. And that's cool too. I I can also, what is want it all? I I could just want to just, I want to stay at home with my children. That's it all to me. I want to have a Fortune 500. That's it all to, like, you know, like, it's just like, it's kind of like how I feel about black excellence. People talk about black excellence and I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's always located to a career black excellence can be you know what i did i turned my phone off at a reasonable time and i did self-care mm. and self-preservation because mm. in a nation that does not respect mm. the black body caring for yourself is black excellence i'm tired of black excellence i'm gonna be because it's always tied to like okay? financials or jobs can we just be black okay <laughs> you know <laughs> like can we be black okay let's make that a thing <laughs> let's be black okay my husband, we were actually so. my husband was talking about the um the best man series or whatever and he was like you know sometimes it just seems overkill when like everybody has yeah. like the mm-hmm. like true. making millions mm-hmm. and, and stuff and he's that's like and you know it just makes it seem mm-hmm. like that less attainable and it also very, like it's, and it's exhausting it's exhausting and, and the it pressure is. it adds an element of pressure which is and we didn't talk about it here i feel like it was an intentional choice but we didn't get into this um, the Ebony K. Williams, Eon Levan's not conversation, oh. but I feel, and we, I don't feel like we should. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm just no. saying. I'm just saying. I think that we have, we have a very limited idea of success. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And I think. They're like, and, and I think we always, we use words like success and purpose and fulfillment in very dangerous ways, like interchangeable ways mm-hmm. that are, so like, and I, I think what, what concerned me the most, and I feel like, um, what I heard was Iyala asking like, what, what, a, what about a man having a certain salary or a certain level of professional acumen or success qualifies him to be an excellent partner. Like, like we are, we are talking about two different things entirely. Mm-hmm. And you, you saying that you will only date within this bracket of people. social, mm-hmm. social, like this. And I her I didn't hear her even claim. She was just asking a question. Like, are you sure that that is the way that will get you to the relationship that you want. And why is like riding a bus mean that it won't like 
if a man if a man drives a bus and is fulfilled by that, he enjoys it. He does it well. He can take care of himself and his family. I don't. And he he did. Everybody doesn't want to own the bus line. But there's also, but you know what? There was a couple of things. One after that, I mean, like even her stating that like that's what's wrong with you and that's what's wrong with all y'all. Well, now I feel like that's already an issue. But it's also there well, no, can be yeah, difficulties I'm not for the way that she said it. Yes. There's difficulties in a relationship. Oh, a broken when... clock is right twice a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wasn't I don't want to. I don't want to say that I be, I'm in agreement. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What I take away from a lot of our conversation in the trash and the kinds of things that we pick up on is that it's like we sort of hone in on very specific pieces of a conversation. And I think we miss Mm -hmm. a lot of the nuance around it. But I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. I was going to say that like certain things. So like I remember saying once, like we some people expect you know, sometimes that like, you get into situations and, you know, I saw this thing about like, oh, what more women aren't getting married. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. Because a lot of times marriage was a way to like put people in situations because they had no other option. And I'm like, I don't think marriages are in trouble. I think bad marriages are. And I hope they are. I hope bad marriages, marriages and obligatory yes. marriages are in trouble all day. But yes, not but. And if she has a specific expectation regarding things that she wants done for her. And then that person can't achieve them. They're going to end up leaving each other anyway. I feel like it has to do with values, but those are also your individual values. Because someone else may be like, well, if I make 300K, why the freak do I need you to make 300K? I make 300K. You can stay home with it. If you cool with homeschooling, you'd be cool with it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I can see also looking at the values because some people will lie to themselves. Well, all you need is love. Well, that's not accurate mm. because are you mm. going to say that, are you going to be, a, are you going to actually be conscious with your values and state that like, okay, I'm okay with you not having this amount of money. And then the entire time of our marriage, I'm berating you over the head with that about mm-hmm. not having this kind of money. Or for example, if you are a man and you're saying, oh, you can stay at home and I'm going to pay for everything. And then you tell her she ain't doing enough or you tell her she should be doing more or you don't challenge me. Yeah. This is or what you told her, me uh, you needed in this relationship. Or whatever. Allowances mm-hmm. and, and equating what I deserve to, you know, oh, we're equal in this. We're equal partners. But and then at, at the end of the day, well, I'm putting in more money. You don't even work. So why yeah. should you get to do that? It's like if you want to if you're gonna do it, fine, but you need to be be aware of what your values are. Just be aware yeah, of it. Think, Cause I think that's what we we're talking about, the action, and as opposed to the value so attached to the to the action mm-hmm. or what value we're placing on the actual behavior. And so I think where I think the the miss the misinformation is is that we assume that some people who do certain things have certain values. Yeah. Other people who don't do certain things have don't have those values. And we can't we don't have enough information to sort of jump to those conclusions. I'm saying mm-hmm. that, you know, and date who you want to date. Yep. Absolutely. There's also that. Okay. Going date back to who you want to date. Cause somebody else will be happy with that same bus driver. Right. And you will find somebody who you are, um, quote unquote, exactly. equally yoked with or whatever. You don't and, need to be taking anybody you know, else's blessing who may, who will be just fine nope, with that good right. man and his government job who going to have them good benefits. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you Listen, something. Because There's a bunch he, of people in Philly that would drive- date with a SEPTA driver in a second. Like you work for Period. SEPTA. Hmm. Period. Okay. Hmm. First what? of all, I grew up in hmm. New York. We know, listen, 
You need to get you one of the men from the con air, the utilities, the firemen, the me, sanitation. Ch- honey. The sanitation. You want to talk about sanitation, kitchen? niggas, cake, because nobody else wants to do it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, pension, right. benefits, insurance. Let me tell you something. That good, I, I, I have my eyes. I need all the glasses, all the contacts. Bring all of that government insurance over here. Like what? You <laughs> but say you know that's not your, the issue, your coverage right? You know is it. Blue Cross Blue Shield. You know <laughs> it's the way it looks, right? Because it's elitism, right? Because there are people, there are people who can have, I don't know, say they have like a, they can be a coder or something like that, and they work in an office and they make, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars a year, but they walk into work with a suit and tie every single day. I saw a sign the other right. day that said Waffle House um, managers are making sixty k. You would date, you would date that guy in that, in that on the in the C suite. Before you would date the Waffle House worker who technically makes more money. You say is they say and that's what exactly what you're saying, Kia. It's not even about value, it's about elite, it's about what it looks like. Because exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about that. You don't even need it. You can have my friend, one of my best friends works at Geico. She is consistently talking about she has two degrees, but she's consistently talking about it's how it's one of the best jobs to go to if you if you you start you have your diploma because you can move up in that company. You Period. Get Quickly. Salary mm. increases. They will sit. They mm. may pay for you to go to school, and you don't. But that's not. That's not what they want. And it's not about the bus driver because there are some bus drivers. I'm sure many government employees who make more than these people who are killing themselves to work that nine to five, which actually is a nine to eight. If you if you looked at the hourly benefits that some people people like, oh, I work a nine to five. No, you've been at work since eight. You didn't stop working till nine. If we quantified it hourly, you 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 make like $50 an hour with less benefits. But that's not about that. Whereas the bus driver comes home and guess what? He's he's not driving the bus in his living room. I mean, he doesn't have to have working. stress about somebody emailing him about, hey, it's three o'clock no. in the morning. Are you going to drive this no. bus? No, period. But I do I do think you all made a good point about, about uh, assessing what your individual value system is. I'm married mm-hmm. to a teacher. We all know that comes with a certain cap in this country. We know what yep. it is. But you know what? I have a, a partner who not only teaches at my child's school, so therefore he's doing the commuting. He's taking her to the after-school activities. He's able to help when it comes to different things that she needs to work on at home and so forth. So the value system there is so much greater than me than if he was a CEO of a company. I feel like it, it depends on what you want because I need to yeah. you mm-hmm. fix the dishwasher and also don't forget to load that joint up, all right? I'm going to bed. <laughs> Period. Why you down there? Talk about it. Go Talk ahead it. and <laughs> it's kind of it it just like it's very turn much. It on. We very much yes. be like, uh, it ain't no your job, my job. We do the jobs that need to be done. Okay, I'm gonna cook, mm-hmm. or you gonna cook? I'm gonna load it, or you gonna load it? Somebody wash, somebody dry. We just need this house clean. These kids are destroying yes. us. Okay, that's <laughs> what frustrated me about the conversation. <laughs> that's what frustrated me about the conversations. I feel like we're not talking about the right things. <laughs> Mm-mm. We're, we're just not, trying to survive, y'all. Do what works That's for you. It. If y'all don't get anything, every single series, every single thing was do what works for you. Oh, I don't. It's I don't always my house. works for you and yours. <laughs> and the trash, like this is yours. a trash segment, a total trash segment. But the premise of all conversation <laughs> is we are minding our business over here. Mind your right. business, okay? Mind your fucking business. Mind your and we have been going for almost two hours, so I'm Yo, not, we can't even here. get to everything that I have on <laughs> here. Times. But I would like us to close out on a happy note and on a positive okay. note. Um, we didn't get to get to the writer's strike, but everybody knows what's going on with that. Just pay them. How hard is it just pay people? Pay the that writers, really Pay the writers. And that's really the, the extent of that conversation. Can we please? Um, but I want us to close out because we are getting a remake of a movie 
Yeah. That is so near and dear to us, specifically as black women. And I think that um the this the after seeing the trailer for this particular remake. Which I cried at. I personally I teared up at that trailer. I'm very a same. I am very excited. Which listen, it's very hard to come back from things that have such cultural stamps. Mm-hmm. But the Literally. color purple. Yes. The color purple is being remade. We have Halle Bailey playing a young Nettie. Yes. Yes. Um, we have Danielle Brooks yes. as, I, I believe she's so playing much. Sophia. Miss we Sophia. have Fantasia, okay, coming back good. as her role that she did on Broadway as yes. an older Sealy. Um, yes. <laughs> we're, getting, I, we're getting, we're getting her as adult Sealy. We are getting Taraji P. Henson as Sugar who am I missing? Who am I missing? Oh, my guy from Euphoria. Oh, my guy. His name is escaping me right in this very moment. Oh, and he is going to be playing Mr. I know. And it sucks because this is just going to be another person to hate because there's so many people who, who still don't fool with Danny Glover. You hear me? Like very much. Be somebody, like, I, I saw a comment him. from somebody that said, oh, no, I'm not prepared to hate him. I just stopped hating Danny Glover yesterday. <laughs> I, I kid you not. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And but it's, he's it's so tough. phenomenal. I am going, I am excited to see, I, because I never, I, I have never, I never thought the color purple could be remade, right? Mm-hmm. Until I saw this particular, this particular promo. That is a movie that I felt was untouchable. You needed to leave it alone right where it was at. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually really glad. And they said that they put a bit of a different spin on the the emphasis of what relationships they're highlighting in this particular mm. iteration. And it looks like it was done thoughtfully. It looks like it was done with intention. Yes. Based off of what I saw in this 30 seconds, it looks like right. it was done thoughtfully and it comes with out intention. On and I'm and actually like, excited. Christmas Day. I was like, y'all gonna have me crying on Christmas? The gravity Y'all of are also moment, fucked though, up because think... you know we're not gonna be with our girlfriends and that we can't all go see the movie together. I know. Like, I know. The gravity of this remake is going to be huge. I think this is for us. This is for our age demographic, Mm -hmm. especially those of us who were little girls when the color purple came out the first time. Now we get to experience it as grown adult women who have lived grown adult lives and we get to interact with it in that way. So I literally yelped. I I saw the, I saw the uh, promo on Instagram and literally in my house, like, no! I got chills. I was just like, I could not even handle myself. I think I hope it it spurns new readers too. I hope it really. I mean, I might, I might, I might see, I might see how I can integrate it into my Psych of the Black Experience class, see if I can find. I think it's, I think it's important. I'm not taking it's important. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it again. I'm going to see if I can get some people to be like, hey, I got 25 students in each class and I want you, can we get them to the, we we assigned them the book in class. It's Psych of the Black Experience. There's so many, there's so many layers. Yes. There's so I might make many a whole layers. syllabus on it. There's this so might be a whole layers. class. 
Because you already know no, the book is be. is it digs into more layers than even the original movie, right? Did. Yeah. And so and people <laughs> like the movie. This movie will call out some of the things that the original movie did not. Exactly. So, people come yeah. to my class like I thought yep. we were discussing research methods. Why is the color purple here? Listen, shut up. Don't tell nobody about this. This is what this it's class part is of these <laughs> research methods. Okay. First of all, I you don't you know anything about research, research methods. by reading the book. Watch this is a qualitative movie. analysis. This is research, young movie. man. This is research. <laughs> this is a qualitative analysis of stereotypical tropes within the society. So read the book or I will fail you. Don't tell I'm nobody about period. this. If no one was in your class. Straight like that. And she came home and told me that was her assignment. I'd be like, good, good. It should be. That should be your assignment. I'm going to do I'm it so with excited. you. Actually. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I'm really Y'all, excited for this remake. we have to remake. see the color purple. We have to come back. We have to discuss. This is we have to. good. Yes. Break. Dr. Raquel, you gonna come back and talk trash with us every I quarter? I am. I am. Okay. Oh, yes. This will be so much fun. Okay. I love it. Everything I can't be clinical. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta say, well, it looks like you should have fought her. Okay, maybe. <laughs> you know. I think that's clinical. Yeah, I think you know, that's like, clinical personally. You know, well, the thing is, it sounds like she hasn't been cussed out of her life and you were called to do that. Mm. It might that be your assignment. It's looking like your assignment here. <laughs> It sounds like you need to clinically get your ass beat. We are so grateful for you being here with us and discussing this bevy of trash. Make sure you all check out Dr. Raquel. We're going to have her Instagram and, and her information linked in the description box. Is and I'm coming back. Y'all can share? check me back out here because yes. I'm coming back. Period. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, you are. <laughs> Listen, you're a resident trash uh, talker. So that's what that's that's what it is. That's right. Add that to you know, quick witty. Add that to your IG bio. (laughs) Add it. I'm a trash correspondent on the Geek Drunk podcast. I already put put something on there. I was like, I specialize in clapbacks with citations. Like, listen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know what this is from? Special trash correspondent. This is a stereotypical trope. Now we can go high. We can go low. Let me tell you something. But this is also based on Sapphire, Jezebel, and Destroyer. Because we I love you and we are so grateful for you <laughs> yes. being here. And I and make sure you follow Dr. Raquel because she is constantly getting niggas together on the internet. For constantly fun. Clapping the back in a, for fun, but also in a way that they need to hear. Okay. Yeah, if you're and looking I love for a professional insert, proper who editing, rise above. Mm-mm. It's not me. You're like not here. It's not when me. It's not low, going to be me. Because some people me. they don't have the time. They're like, oh, you know. I don't really have the time to go off on everybody. Well, it doesn't take me that long, you know? I just, <laughs> I'm actually do it pretty efficiently. I can do it I'm really pretty efficient. Very with it. Yeah. I don't you are the personification of I've got time today. I do. It only takes a minute or two. Why not? <laughs> and look at the greater good, you know? It's the greater good. I'm ready. I fully I'm this. fully ready for it. So we're going to see you back, our resident trash correspondent. And make sure you all stay tuned for the next segment. Thanks again to the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoors Entertaining Collection for supporting this week's episode of Getting Grown. Find the comfiest outdoor furniture you've ever lounged on, your new favorite pool floaty, fun games, gorgeous glassware, and more in this new collection. Check out the Tabitha Brown for Target Outdoor Entertaining Collection on May 14th in Target locations and on Target.com. In 2020, City Lab of Pittsburgh released a study that ranked Cleveland as the worst city in America for Black women to live. A new podcast called Living for We is trying to figure out why and how we can change that. The podcast interviews Cleveland residents about their experiences at work, at school, during visits to the doctor's office, and while in community with each other in an attempt to answer the question, 
Is Cleveland really as bad as they say it is for Black women? Executive produced and hosted by Marlene Harris-Taylor, produced by NPR's IdeaStream Public Media in partnership with Evergreen Podcasts, and with creative direction and production by Hey Fran Hey. The podcast covers topics like education, healthcare, and workplace challenges for Black women, speaking with guests ranging from ages 7 to 94. Episodes regularly include segments with Dr. Angela Neal Barnett, a national award-winning psychologist and professor, about the unfair expectations society places on Black women, asking her for her advice on how to cope and, furthermore, how to challenge these ideas. Check out Living For We wherever you get your podcasts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. All right. I mean, that was a good time, was it not? That was a good time. But now Had a time. it's time to close this thing on out with a petty peeve. And my petty peeve is super simple this week. Um, I shared it with Dr. Raquel and Kia, Dr. Kia, this uh, pre- uh, actually before we recorded. Grape Jolly Ranchers, you know, I bought myself a bag of Jolly Ranchers because I just want to have a hard candy uh, on hand when I want it. Old sister, hard candy. I love, I I love a hard candy. You know what one of my favorite is? Sprees. But you said what? So Sprees. I used to love me some Sprees. I I I like the fruity Sprees, but also a good spearmint. It's a good time. But when they came out with those. Chewy sprees. Yuck. Mm. Why did you all ruin it? It was a good tart hard candy. Mm. But anyway, so I bought myself a bag of Jolly Ranchers and I did not remember that I did not like grape. I was like, huh, I think I would eat it because it would be there if it was there. But now as I have so many more, I'm like, great. But then I have to eat it when I accidentally come across it because then I don't want to end up with 35 grapes. Dr. Kale made a wonderful suggestion that I save them for Noah. Well, you know, the one way that I found. So this was by accident. I bought these when I was in the airport and I also bought myself a pack of uh, peanut M&Ms at the time. I was craving both. I don't buy a lot of candy, but I was craving it at the time. So I ate one of those peanut M&Ms. And I ate a grape Jolly Rancher at the same time. And it tasted like a Tootsie Roll Pop. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that is, is one innovation. way I can tolerate them. But grape Jolly Ranchers on their own, I really feel like y'all can just go ahead and get rid of them. Yikes. I think they mm. can be replaced with another flavor. Like, wouldn't you enjoy an orange, a grapefruit, or a lemon Jolly Rancher? Grapefruit is interesting. 
Because I will yeah. say that, you know, the vitamin C, mm. like the Hall's defense. Yes. There is a grapefruit Hall's oh. defense that is pretty tasty. I, grapefruit things are actually quite refreshing and tasty when you. I enjoy I know them. a lot of people don't like grapefruit, but when yeah. you do like grapefruit and things, it really yes. punches things up in a nice way. It's a pleasant citrus moment. It's not lemony, but it'll still give you that citrus essence that saying. we love so much. And we don't have a citrus Jolly Rancher. We don't. They have a lemon one. There's a lemon Jolly Rancher? Yes, it's so good. Wait, not in the classic flavors though, right? I believe it is. Wait a minute. Oh, blue raspberry. Okay. Really? No, I don't. Uh-uh. I've never I mean, had a Jay, lemon Jolly Rancher. I know that I have had a lemon Jolly Rancher. I really feel like I have never heard of that in my life. Lemon Jolly Ranchers, absolutely. They're right here, Jade. I just, I just emailed. I just emailed. I just googled it. You can literally buy a whole bag of just lemon. Hold on. Jolly Ranchers lemon. Yes, I'm about to buy a bag. Just what? I see it here. I Wait, know. hold on. Lemon Jolly Ranchers are that girl. I enjoy them quite a bit, actually. Okay, wait a minute now. Because they have a bag that has, it's called Jolly Rancher Fruity Bash. Yes, and it's orange. And you're right. It's lemon, mountain berry, strawberry, pineapple, and orange. I have had I've never had any of those flavors. No, no. I have had lemon. Have you had peach? Now, peach is a time. Have you had <gasps> a peach Jolly Rancher? Sister, I've never had any flavor Jolly Rancher Sister, that doesn't come in the original. We've got to get you flavors. We've got to get you caught up here. You know what? Hold though? on. I'm going Amazon. A peach Jolly Rancher is the moment. Let me see. Why do I Jolly know? Ranchers? I used to love a Jolly. How Rancher. do you? Well, I mean, we used to have them all the time in church. But you had the lemon, pineapple, orange, and like all these other yes. fascinating flavors? Absolutely. I think Jolly Ranchers are a, a candy that does not get the, I don't think they get the attention that they deserve. They, they don't. Jolly Ranchers are, they don't. are really good. Oh, this is on Instacart. Let me put in Fruity Bash. Peach because I feel like I've missed out on a great portion of life. I would very much like you to try. I want you to try the peach. No, Let's see. okay. Let, let me, me see. look. Let me look. What's in this tropical? Have you ever had the tropical version? Mm -mm. Punch, golden pineapple, lime, and mango. I've never had no. mango. <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay, here's one where I can get. Tropical get, and Fruity Bash. Yes, you can get Tropical and Fruity Bash and the peach. Ordering it. A three-piece set. Ordering Wait, where's that? With the peach? Huh? I'm about to see. Oh, wait. Is it this one? I just found it. Tropical, peach, Only and five bash. left in stock. Huh? Only five oh, left yes. in stock. Now I'm ordering the, it right I'm now. I'm about to order it right now because y'all not finished. Right now. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. I want it. And I want it right now. Mm-mm. Proceed to check out. Same. <laughs> so proceed to check out. Thank you. Place your order. Thank you so They're much. They're going to be like, now who is buying these Jolly Ranchers at the same time? Who is buying these Jolly Ranchers Us. right now? We are. And that is correct. 
Oh, we're going to eat them next week on the pre-show. I mean, mm-hmm. on the, yeah, because we're going to be together For and sure. I have to try. I've never tried any of these flavors of what I just ordered. I cannot Ranchers. wait. I want to see, to watch you react to the lemon and the peach in real time. And we both can have a first time, real time reaction to the mango. Yes. Okay. It's coming. That's it's happening. a Jolly Ranchers ah, okay. party. <laughs> Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, what's your petty peeve? <laughs> I forgot that's what we were doing for a Yes, second. I did too. Okay, I talked about it a little <laughs> bit on the show, but my petty peeve is very simply people who are unable to mind their business. And mm-hmm. I know that that feels like, it feels like it goes without saying because we talk about the, the I mean, the merits, the virtues, the values of minding your business and all that it affords your life. We talk about that every day on this show. Mm-hmm. Howsoever. As I mm. shared during the episode, I recently was uh, accosted by another woman's feelings about me and my things, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and in very in a very problematic way. And you know, I did a video about it on mm-hmm. Instagram, but I'm just like, you know, there's comes a point where we all have to take responsibility for our own offense. A lot of times, the things That's that we true. are offended about are not our business, mm-hmm. and and in those cases. We have to do the work of sort of saying, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask somebody else to accommodate my feelings. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to try to accommodate my own feelings by feeling something else or, or mm-hmm. thinking something else or doing something else. Don't always put the onus of somebody else's, uh, don't put the burden of your, of your uh, feelings um, on somebody that you don't know. I, I was not in a relationship with this person. I don't know her. But she just assumed mm-hmm. that by virtue of her telling me that something about me or my property that she didn't like, she just wanted me to sort of say, I'm so sorry, um, but I'm not sorry because I'm not doing anything wrong. You know what happened, Tristan, the other day? He was sitting down eating his food in like a food hall. Mm-hmm. And a woman comes by with her baby and sits it's a communal seating. And she kept, like, looking at him. So, of course, his first, you know, reaction is like, okay, I'm, I'm a big black man. Like, what you think? What, what you think? I'm going to run right. off with your baby like a football. Right. But he realized that other people were, were you know, doing the, the stopping. Like, oh, your baby. And because he wasn't doing that and he was just eating his food, mm. she felt away. Wow. And kept directing the... Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. That is nuts. (laughs) That is nuts. And the thing about it is, I know that sounds like a very pointed accusation, but when somebody, like people know what they feel, you know what I'm saying? And when you have realizations Mm. about how other people are reacting to you or how, how, how you're not reacting or things that they could just easily be in their own bubble with. You know what you're talking about. I was reading something on Instagram, I think, recently about how a lot of times what we have to sort of accept is that sometimes our presence in certain spaces Mm -hmm. disturbs Mm -hmm. other people's Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. world. And and that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you think that everyone that walks past your baby is supposed to say, oh, what an amazing baby. (laughs) Uh, Girl. Girl. Like, Girl. like the presence of somebody not doing that can easily be perceived as a threat. 
which is crazy. Which is wild, right? But that when somebody is sitting there eating their food. But it is so. But the, I think that's why that makes it all the more important for us to sort of continue to check in with ourselves mm-hmm. around. Like, and I, it made me think I was so upset with this lady that I literally went back to my hotel room and thought, like, what about me suggested to this person that it was okay for them to sort of dump <laughs> for you to come and say some stupid shit to me issues, all, like, about whatever. you looking at my iPad screen, you looking at the screen. And I'm like, this is not like, this is not a device furnished to me by the organization. This is my iPad. Furthermore, in let me ask you a question. my lap. <laughs> and let me ask you a question. Were you sitting on the table or on the desk or whatever the fuck she was? Were you sitting on the desk that she was operating off of? No. She was sitting You were sitting in a seat, correct? Table. Yes, I was sitting at a table mm-hmm. in front of her table. So she wants you to move from a designated seat that human beings are intended to sit in. Because she doesn't like the fact that she can see your screen from where she's sitting. Or maybe she didn't like what she saw on my screen. But Well, then, sister, stop looking. Way. The screen is not yours to look at. And nothing on the screen is for you. Don't look. And you don't have all of you don't have all of the information. What what disturbed me? It's like you don't have all of the information. Here I am in a training. Um, it's a training for new employees. What if this is, what if, you know, people do different things to manage stress or anxiety? You know, sometimes people watch, you know, they have those ASMR things that people watch. Mm-hmm. You know, there are stress sort of toys and things on the on the table for us to use. It is, you know, when you sit in one seat, we were in one room for eight hours. You don't know mm-hmm. me. You don't know what my social anxiety is set up. You don't know what I have to do to manage myself, my emotions, my attention span. What if I have ADHD or some other neurodivergence and I have to do things? If I have other sort of sensory me- means of sort of settling myself into this space. You didn't come and Here's ask me any questions. You assume that what I was, whatever was on my screen was less important than whatever it was that you were doing because it was distracting you. And you did not care enough to ask me what I needed or if there was other way that I could be accommodated, but you just looked at me as if I was doing something wrong without having all of the information. I feel like she didn't need any more information. She wasn't entitled to any more information. Outside of, this is my screen, and stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> if you don't like that, it's in your line of sight. So don't sight. Don't sight. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like your sight don't got to be over like, here. At all. That's it. Don't sight, bitch. Don't like, sight. I don't. You God. and your sight <laughs> go that way, girl. Like you and your sight. <laughs> all. What you do with your that's sight the is the only your bit of information. I don't care. Like. No, I don't care about no neurodivergence, and I'm not saying I don't care, but you know what I mean. Like, but I'm I don't just care saying, about none I, of I'm that, bitch. Saying, you yeah. are you. That is crazy and audacious to me to ever approach anybody because you can see their screen. That is a level of entitlement, girl. Then cover your fucking eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. 
she was like, like, I can see it and it's making me, making you what? <clears throat> what is it making you? Nosy. That's what it makes you. <laughs> What's making? It makes you nosy. Because you can't mind your it fucking business. It makes you over here in my business. That's what it makes you. And I and want you know you what? Out. And wasting my time with this stupid fucking conversation. Th- that's when I get you get a good girl. Go to hell and stop talking to me for me. I don't have nothing diplomatic to respond to that with. Go to hell, girl. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Mm-mm. Well, Mm-mm. that's my petty peeve. I hope I you have you ever seen that lady before? No, and I hope that that and I prayed when I left there that sometimes I pray like Lord, if it be possible, I don't. I would prefer not to have to engage this particular person ever again. I feel like those prayers can be answered. I told you I prayed that if I ever saw Terrence Fontaine again, uh, I was going to knock his kneecaps out. And the Lord and honored that prayer that request. was he honored it. Yeah. Said, you know what? I don't <laughs> think, I don't think the kneecaps should be busted do, out. The so. Lord was like, I do agree that it would be in everybody's best interest if we mm-hmm. never see this person again. Yeah, but no. it is. It is in his best interest. I just feel like, <laughs> I mean, the broader conversation that we talked about with Dr. Raquel is like, you know, it's still wild to me the entitled ways that some people and their privilege exist. Mm-hmm. and the ways mm-hmm. in which they, they think are sort of harmless and innocuous but are mm-hmm. indeed very harmful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. harmful it's very harmful mm-hmm. well you know I wish that lady to go to hell <laughs> and that is another episode of getting grown me. yeah girl get it out of my face and out of how my would screen. you respond to her the next time what would you say next time? I thought about this a lot. I just feel, I don't feel like I would have handled it any differently. I really like, I think that sort of seeing her being flustered at the fact that I wasn't going to just rush to do what she needed me to do. Like what seeing her like, mm-hmm. like, like that was... Mm-hmm. I was like, I really wanted her to sit with with that. I was like, well, girl, I want you to sit in the fact that I want you to really, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times when people say something crazy to you, you say it back to them. I want them to really hear. This is what, what you they heard. Said. This is, do you mm-hmm. know that you just asked me mm-hmm. about something mm-hmm. that doesn't belong to you? Girl, that's like this. My homegirl was moving and her landlord was being nasty as she was leaving. <laughs> and so she's on the stoop one day, just minding her business. And the landlord going to come in, uh, landlords come in and go to their own house because it's a brownstone mm-hmm. and go, you just going to be sitting on this stoop having a good time. You know, <laughs> do you know how fucking nuts that sounds? My homegirl looked at her and said, yes, I am. Wow. Such and such. Wow. Like she didn't give her nothing else. Yeah. Because she like, wanted her to sit with how fucking ridiculous. That's exactly. I literally sat and what looked she at this woman was. like. So you're asking me, you're saying that you can see my device. I can see yours. 
<laughs> you know what else I can see? You in the wrong place, which is my face. Go away. <laughs> like what? Girl. <laughs> I mean, it was just wild. Divert there was, your there eyeballs. Was, there was uh there was um um a young man from the he was based in the Indian in the India office, India regional uh-huh. office. There was a white woman at my table. Um, and then there were two white women at my table and, and two black men and myself. Mm-hmm. I was at least four of us using machines at that time. But she decided to come up to you and tell you she could see your screen. And she decided to tell me. So mm-hmm. I really was looking at her like, she was like, I can see your, I can see your screen. And I'm like, okay, what else? Like, I'm waiting for the punchline. Waiting for the, so what? <laughs> right. She was like, I can see your screen. I'm like, okay, I can see her screen. What are you saying? Like, what are you saying? She was like, your screen. How did they even end? She just walked away? Yeah, because when I didn't do anything about it, she was just like, oh. and she just went back to her seat. But I'm just like, she's like, I can see your your screen is in my line of vision and it's making making you what? What is my screen on my desk making you? At that point, I she can realized, see your feet walking away from me with this dumbass <laughs> fucking conversation. Point, I hope it was at that point that she realized, like, wow, that is kind of dumb. And she walked away. But I mean, she literally sat there like. My your screen is making me uncomfortable. Do something about it. And That's was, so crazy. I was looking around like. What? Girl. What? Girl. I just, I just want to be you for a day. Can we play like, Freaky Friday? What? And I go to Seattle, because I just want to see. <laughs> what? And you know, this is this is not. Listen, this happens everywhere. This is not specific to my, the organization that mm-hmm. I work. We we encounter all kinds of people everywhere. So this is not about that organization or its practices, but. I'm just saying that I happened to be at this place when I was sort of confronted with this individual's bias. Wait. Wait, sister. This is a story I didn't tell nobody because I completely forgot. I didn't tell XD. I didn't tell nobody. I'm going to tell you real quick before we close out. (laughs) I was in the Amsterdam airport Mm -hmm. waiting to come back home. So I obviously got there early. It's international. So I, I go to get myself some breakfast. It's a cute cafe in the airport because obviously they have way better food in their airports than we do. So this is cute cafe. Best food I actually ate at Amsterdam. Nice. Um, you know, they give you like macaroons with your coffee that you oh. order. And I was able to get like a really nice quiche. And you know, with a little sides out, it was mm-hmm. really good, right? So I'm sitting at this counter and I'm waiting on my food, but I'm drinking my coffee. And an old lady, old white lady, sits at one of the ta- the, the cafe tables, but there's <laughs> dirty dishes on the table. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. So she proceeds to pick them up and come move them oh. to the end of the counter where I was sitting. Oh. So I was like, hey, 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 what are you doing? Oh, she was like, you know what she said to me? Let me tell you. <coughs> I can't believe I forgot this. Oh, she says to me. Oh God, I know. I don't want them to think that those dishes are mine because I want them to come bring me service. And if there's dirty dishes, 
then they will not come to my table. I stopped and I looked and I said, what in the fuck makes you think that I want dirty dishes by me? And she was like, I, 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 said, I, I got up and I picked up the whole pile of them, put them right on her. Be our guest, bitch. Get out of my motherfucking face right now with that crazy ass craziness that you just said to That's me. That's when I be telling them, like, we, you know we don't work for y'all no more. I don't want them to think they're my dishes. They won't come to my table. So I'm going to put a pile of dirty I, fucking I dishes you while you're sitting. We are the help. I know you think that we are the help. Yo. And that it would be appropriate Nuts. for you to leave your <laughs> dirty dishes here. But let me help you. But you picked them up and brought them over to where I was sitting. All off the strength that you said, I don't want this by me. So it should be by you. And you think that that sounds normal. Like in your mind, this makes sense. That is so crazy. <laughs> you know what? We've already had a seven hour episode. I'm so sorry. So, so I hope you all enjoyed this giant stinky heap of trash in the way Happy that we have closed this right on yes. out. Happy fucking holidays. <laughs> Sis, take them out and tell them what to do. Make sure that you are doing your very best to keep your mind, your hmm. heart and your mind moisturized by attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. You also want hmm. to make sure that you are uh, moisturizing your internal parts, your organs, um, and all the things that, that the inner workings of your very self. And you want to do that by drinking just as much of the Lord's water as your oh, body yes. can contain. At least oh, yeah. half your body weight in ounces. And at finally, you want to moisturize your largest organ, which is your skin. Because if you do not do that, your black will crack if it's dry. You can ask that young lady from the 3LW, what's her name? Keely? Oof. Keely mm. said that she wants everybody who told her that black don't crack, she want to fight them because they lying. And they like, no, Keely. No, 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 no. Keely, Keely, this is what you should want to fight you because that's when the physical comes it is out. It's a function of all of the things that you've been doing. All the ugliness. And not doing. All of the ugliness that is inside of you is making manifest on your skin. You know what else will crack? What's that? Your iPad screen when I smash it from not minding your fucking business, lady. I need out of here. Get it away from me. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.